0: All right, you're listening to Beer Plus Three, where we try to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. Uh, I'm Jeff. With me is uh, the man who invented the missionary position, Rick Anderson, and the one person to keep up with Kardashians, Mike Samora.
1: From what I can tell, I'd also say he mastered the position.
0: All right, today on uh, Beer Plus Three, we'll be talking about a few things. Uh, first of all, uh, we already poured a beer and we've already started it because we had some things to discuss even before we. Uh, it's kind of annoying not having a mic in front of me. Uh, maybe next time. <laughs> but it, uh, uh, even before we started, uh, we uh, went to Wander Brewing finally because, unlike Rick, Mike knows what he's doing. So know.
2: that's actually true. I'll agree.
0: I am clueless. Is that true? I am clueless when it comes to beer. um, We're currently (laughs) drinking their uh, Belgian blonde. That's all it is. It's a Belgian blonde, and that's exactly what it is. And it's—I find it quite delicious. But we'll talk about that in a minute. We have a few subjects to go over. Uh, We were supposed to drink uh, some Skookum uh, beer. And uh, our subject today, we're going to talk about uh, being adult parents of uh, aged parents. So uh, that should be, well, we're all 40 and we all have aged parents now. And I'm sure we all have varying degrees of relationships with these parents. Yeah. Um, and then we might uh, go on to movies and then we'll talk about our movie Dom John toward the end. But uh, first things first, what do you guys think of The Blonde?
1: You know, blondes typically aren't my thing, and, and, you know, that just might say something about me. I'm more into brunettes, but uh, this blonde, I'd take it to bed with me.
0: I would certainly do this in the shower.
1: <laughs> would you dry her off afterwards?
0: And you never had a shower beer? Come on. I shower I've drank
1: a lot of beer in the shower.
2: You've had beer in the shower? Yeah, I've drank
0: a lot of beer in the shower. Me and Dave used to do it all the time. <laughs> Not together. Not together. <laughs> Not together. <laughs> that would be too far-fetched for me a day. That's just
2: sharing the beer. That wouldn't
0: be too far-fetched for me a day. But uh, certainly no, a
2: shower beer. What would compel weird. you to have beer in the shower?
0: Oh, just a,
2: just a just day it's, of work. you cleaning
0: off work. And, it's Tuesday. and uh, Yeah, pretty much. Um, no, I, I mean, if you've ever had a job where you worked outside and got dirty and did things, and yeah. you took a shower at the end of the day... yeah. Great time to have a beer and relax in the shower.
1: Yeah, but I you know, will. I've had plenty of beer in the bath, but I'm picturing in the shower, and for some reason, it seems different because I'm not you really relaxing a, in the
2: shower. I want water in the in the beer. Well, I, maybe it's because I'm tall enough. I
0: don't, <laughs> hit, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, uh, Okay, have I, beer, I have
2: but. legitimately a different perspective on this, I guess, than you do. Because so. uh, no, no,
0: it usually it's in the bottle. And so, you know, you keep it either toward the back of the tub or, or up on the, oh, of the shower, right. goddammit. Or,
2: okay. or if you're really creative, you already have a little hanging thing on yeah. your shower. And you or if you just that. thought ahead and you built a bar right into the shower in the back of it. So that's got, the goal. Yeah, there you that's, go. That's the life-on goal. Yeah, well, but, I,
1: I think the key there is you just got to be tall enough. Because I, <laughs> I couldn't reach up above to put the beer above the water. I I, I think it's reachable, but have it's Haven't you not, ever
2: just, just sat in the
0: shower way, and just went, ah. <laughs> Just that's all you did was just let the water wash the disgusting filth from your body yeah. of the outside world. What better thing to do except drink a beer while you're washing that filth off? Can
1: we do it we're like right after we're done podcasting because I wouldn't we'll mind it getting together it together. I will hold your hands. It's not scary. Yes, I'm in. <laughs> don't turn away. you can laugh in the bike okay. have a. Very,
0: you don't have my uh, boisterous, disgusting booming. idiotic laugh yeah. so. <laughs> anyway, yes, the Belgian blonde I think is wonderful I, I generally I think I said this more in the last podcast like about the wheat right um I'm not a I'm not really a wheat person shit. I forgot to start the stopwatch
1: yeah, um, no i was I was really surprised but, uh, you know I've been liking Belgians, but there's so many different t- types of bel- Belgians really? I'm not sure what the difference between each Belgian is and at uh, some later date I'm sure we'll all be they, informed.
0: but I think they all have a very distinct flavor. I mean, that same flavor can be found in all the different styles of Belgian beers. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even you go as low as having like Stella Artois, it still has that hint of even what this has. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the hops or the, 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 the well, yeast I, they use, I don't know what it is. I, think I know the, the process is somewhat different.
1: I think it's, it's related back to the yeast because it's got that funky, fruity kind of flavor that I've been into the last year or so. Mm-hmm. And I'm really appreciating that. But I was looking online quickly before we started recording, and I was looking at the wiki for the different Belgians, and I noticed that they said typically the blonde is made with a, with a Pilsner malt. And, you know, mm-hmm. when I read Pilsner, I go, I shouldn't like that, but I do. I love this beer. Well,
0: I've, I had a Pilsner at uh, uh, the local that mm-hmm. Menace made, that, that saffron Pilsner. That was absolutely delicious, and I don't like Pilsners well, at
1: all. I, f- mm. I think what we're learning here is maybe there's pils- pilsners out there potentially we might learn to like I someday. Think is, I think there's a lot less pilsners
0: out there that I would like than less like porters and stuff that I would like. So I'm sure there's much more porters I would drink compared to like pilsners or wheat ales or anything like that. But,
1: yeah. I think I mean, this is an avenue we should investigate because it sounds like it's going to be fun to kind of figure out which pilsners we like as long as we can spit. If we can get the spit cup that they have at the little wine place sip oh this one's gross (laughs) well
0: yeah I think that's why they do it But they're just trying not to get drunk I made finger quotes for those watching the film (laughs) Um, anyway yeah I I don't think I need a spit cup really just swallow it and move on come on what kind of man are you what kind of man doesn't swallow
1: well you're (laughs) going to make a man out of me sir
2: I can I suppose I could I'm ambivalent about this. I can there's like a part of it that I taste that I really like, which I'm assuming is the Belgian part of it. There's, but then there's also I can sort of taste it. Tastes like to me what I call shit beer, which is I'm assuming also the the pilsner. The pilsner malt. That's what you're not yeah, liking, but I, that's what I taste at first, and then after it's in my mouth for you know about mm-hmm. half a second, and then I taste the other part of it. So if I could have that other half of it the whole time, I would. I would rate it higher, but well, it's then kind of what's, middle of the road for me.
1: Then what you want is a Belgian quad. Yeah, I, I don't. Belgian quad,
2: yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. Remember the quad we had? We
0: had a, a, that plum quad.
1: Oh, yeah, that was amazing. Oh, that, that was, was good.
0: Uh, who was that that did that one? That was Sierra Nevada, Sierra actually. Nevada, uh, yes. Sierra Nevada um, actually did that, uh, that quad, and it was absolutely amazing.
1: You know, if, if I could figure out how to use that dang untapped app, I could look right now and I could have told you it was Sierra Nevada. I have it. It's one of my beers on there. So I yeah. actually found it and, and was able to. That beer, it. I
2: have I have a bunch of beer up on my fridge left over from last Black Friday. Oh, nice. Which I'm just sort of letting sit. But one of them was called the uh, Plum Noir. <clears> yeah. I don't know if that rings any bell for you guys. It's from the Southern yeah. Tier Brewing. I'd never heard of it. I didn't know nothing about it. Which one was that one? Southern Tier?
0: Southern Tier. I don't
2: know. But I. Uh, I because of that one that we had, the plum plum quad, I and I saw this plum noir. I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. Man. I should open this up and try it. And it sucked. <laughs> it was so <laughs> fucking bad. I couldn't finish it, and I kept going. I poured a, a big glass of it, and I thought, I'm going to get through this at least one glass, so I can give it a fair shot. Yeah. Oh my god, man, it was just even the more alcohol awful. you pumped into your system, no. <laughs> it still didn't get better. That did not help. And so no, that was good uh,
0: dates uh, like that. <laughs>
2: Well, I think that's exactly how
1: I like my cheap tequila. Cheap tequila? Yeah, later in the evening, you know. After uh, I've been drinking it, I like it better. Well, Maybe. yeah, of course
0: you do. You're willing to drink anything. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what a, I'm saying. A decent amount. I don't know. I, I have my porch beer, and uh, I still have... Alcohol in the shit that I don't... We should explain
2: for people listening what the porch beer is, because we've I mentioned it. I explained it in it was... one podcast. No, but... we've mentioned it several times, but we've never explained oh, I it. I explained yeah.
1: it. The porch beer, for those who don't know Jeff, uh, is the beer that's been regulated to his porch, literally. He has a <laughs> container on the back of his porch, and you know... The next time you go to visit his house, if your beer ended up on the back porch in that container, you know, don't bring that one again because he didn't appreciate it. So basic,
2: <laughs> basically, if you want to see the beer that I've brought to Jeff's house <laughs> over the last couple of years. Well, there is a lot of cider out there. I don't mean to put the cider
0: out there. It just kind of ended up out there because I've had a couple of those ciders and they're actually pretty good. Oh. I went and got a couple. My mom was drinking them last time she was over. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but, <laughs> yeah, um, actually, I also call it cooking beer because mm-hmm. we use that beer a lot to cook with.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oddly enough, I have a bunch of that cider on my back porch as well. Oh, nice. Rick's over there acting what like cider? he don't know who brought the cider, but... What
2: cider? What are you talking... <laughs> I don't, we don't... We never bring cider with us. <laughs> <What's> with the <laughs> you're getting the you're, last, like, two or
0: three times you and Deanna came over to our house, no, you brought a six-pack of cider. And you we said, know. oh, Deanna likes this, that's why I brought it. Maybe,
1: maybe you need to look at one of the bottles to jog yeah, your yeah, memory right. a little bit.
2: A little bit. What's the brand name of it? Cider. Oh, wicked I, cider. You know, something. It was something. like hard. Egg. Oh, oh, oh! Angry See, tree. Okay. Angry, Angry orchard. Angry orchard. orchard. Yes. Angry orchard. stuff's not tree. that bad. It's no, bad. it's
0: actually pretty it's good. Not yeah, this great. Is stuff. Which one is that? Which one is that? This is the crisp apple. Yeah. There's a honey one. Yeah. Holy shit! It's delicious. There's actually a. I can really only drink probably like one because it's yeah. really sweet. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no,
2: they're, they're this, not bad at all. Those, this has been that sitting that in my fridge for two years. When you years. guys said... It's really good by now. That's, that's my problem. Is, that's why they're on the porch. Because there's not enough <laughs> <none of laughs> room
0: in my fucking fridge for a shit... You saw how much beer is out there. There's a ton of freaking beer I'm out there. I'm sorry.
1: I tried to take care of it the last time we, when we were cutting the tree. I Because there was bottles of Ninkasi out there, you a-hole. I was yeah, not going was like. Let... <laughs> no, I tried there, and
0: I didn't like it. It ends up on the porch because there's not enough room on my damn fridge. And it stays perfectly cold on
1: the wow. It was a good. Like it a, was a good Pilsner, by the way, Ninkasi. Well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed. I, it. I, I did, did
0: not know. Ninkasi. I apologize. Everything else <laughs> you make is like, freaking awesome.
2: I like how the the porch um, affects your social standing at Jeff's house if you walk out and see your beer out there. <laughs> it can be a little disconcerting. I've never yeah. had my beer end up back there, though, to be oh, honest with you. fuck yeah. you. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, 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 I've never had my beer end up out there either since this is technically cider, so there you there go. There you go. Exactly.
0: But, no, uh... uh you you brought the last oh, thing you brought over was session. all that oh, I'm Guinness. Sorry. No, you brought Guinness. a bunch of Guinness oh. over and it had all that lager in there. Oh,
1: that was my back porch. That was my back porch beer. <laughs> 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 I
2: know you just brought your porch beer to my porch. Oh sense, the sucks.
1: budget was tight that week. I was trying to be cheap and, and live by this motto of this new budget. I'm sorry. And, 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 and I never did it again. I learned from my mistake. If was, I,
0: how, how much? Oh, you we'll just said it was free because somebody had already brought
1: it up. Right. So, no,
0: I was like, how much could you have spent it on? One growler is only $10 in most places.
1: I, I needed it to be free that week. Well, we had uh, already <laughs> hit the limit.
0: I'm, I'm free in the Molson muscle.
3: Woo.
0: The beer gut. Which I'm getting worked on here in about a week and a half. On oh, second, I have my uh, yeah. my first appointment to plastic surgery. Yes, yes. yes. Actually, I'm, I'm getting a nose and two eyes put in. It's awesome. <laughs> Did you know? If <laughs> you no, had- I have a hernia. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Well,
1: Did you know if you had a hernia, you actually can work part of your uh, stomach replacement into that surgery and uh, have that partially covered by your insurance?
0: Oh, yeah? I, knew, I could get my tube tied or whatever the hell it is. What do they do now? They put bands yeah, on your yeah,
1: stomach. no. You're asking me. My tummy is not a six pack, it's more like a small keg, but. Well, my, I, I'm carting around two kegs. Well, you, you <laughs> know, two ponies in the back and one full
0: keg in the front.
1: You know, my wife, she was interested in getting the tummy tuck for years, and I was like, yeah. I don't know why you need that. She was like, if I can not just get a hernia, then I can have the tummy tuck rolled in there. She wanted one for herself. You're making a real funny face. You don't know her well enough.
2: I'm confused. Why would she need it? I I, I, she wouldn't. Are really? you married
1: to a woman? Yeah. Because <laughs> I believe.
2: I'm you pretty are. sure. I checked. I've checked recently. <laughs> yeah, I've checked it. recently. That's good. That's but, good. But um, gotta check under the hood once in a while. I'm just. She just. Thinks she needs that?
1: or Yeah, exactly. She just doesn't really need that. She was just yeah. certain that she did need it, even though she didn't need it. Are you telling me that Deanne has no odd requests like that, where she goes, I no. and I need this, and
2: I need... Wow. No. Birthday twins, not very, so close after all. She's very down-to-earth and realistic about that, especially that kind of stuff. I mean...
1: Or is that a, is that a reflection of how you feel about her? Is that a reflection of how I feel about her? No, no, well, no. you said no, she know. was down-to-earth about herself, and... She is, yeah. Okay. No, she'd never. She, she's I, keeping it
2: real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Rick. I'm trying to get you in trouble. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> but no, I'm just confused. I don't I don't understand why why my thin wife would want a tummy tuck. I don't understand
1: either. Well, okay. well I mean, I well, can go into the details, but I want you to be I, embarrassed. It's not necessary. Nah. No, my wife is the same. I'm
0: like, you
1: don't need anything. Yeah, she always wanted,
3: yeah. I
0: need this job and that job and this job. None of them have to do with a real job. Yeah.
1: But You know, I would think it was a test, except for I always tell her afterwards, no, you don't really need that, babe. You're fine. You're perfect. I like you the way you are. So if it was a test, I would have passed. But no, she keeps talking about it. She always has. Why mm-hmm. do women
2: not believe that? It's like, especially if you're married to them, you know, if I look, if so, I, if, I wouldn't have married you if, if that's not what I what I liked. What's the? Why do you want to change if it? If I'm hitting it to... once or twice
1: a week, three times, five times, I mean, I mean, the proof is in the pudding, right there, fella. Yeah, sounds like you're in the pudding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mike's got pudding all. No, over no, and and it's, I don't know. I just think that, like, I don't know about your guys, you guys, but and I, I don't think it's just a wife thing. I think we all do this. It's like. Whoever's most familiar to you, you will not believe anything like, do I look fat in this or am I this or am I that? Mm. You're not going to believe that person. You'd rather believe a complete stranger before that person. And it, it drives me nuts. My wife is certainly guilty of that. But, but
2: yeah, and that's completely obvious. I mean,
0: I, me. I, I am too. I would, We've all done it. But,
1: yeah. you know. I'm, I'm going to come off as a misogynist here, but I'm going to say that probably relates you. to the fact that they're all, yeah, me, a misogynist. <laughs> It's because they all lie, and because they lie, they know other people will lie to them, and women know that they will lie to make other people feel good. Men tend to lie about making, boost. when I lie, it's boosting my own ego or trying not to destroy my ego. When a woman lies, she's generally trying to make somebody else feel better for themselves. So when they hear stories being thrown at them, they go, oh, they're just lying because
2: they would do the same. So, but that's not really a misogynistic, that's more of a social thing than a misogynistic sort Oh, thank of thing. you for I mean, defending not, me, Rick. I appreciate no, it. No, I mean, it's, I, I kind of agree with that, but it's not a misogynistic view. I think that's how women are raised to be. Trust me, I know a feminazi right now who's steaming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she under the table.
2: I wish she was. <laughs> okay, now I just went misogynistic.
0: No.
1: I, did, I just had to make sure my bases were covered. If I'm going to call myself a misogynist, I'd better be actually misogynistic. And yeah, you were defending me, so that I thought was I wasn't there. I
0: think, the first I thing
2: think, you said wasn't I that.
0: think that term gets thrown around a little too much, it's because too much. I know a person who actually is misogynistic actually is misogynistic, and no one at this table is that. So... Yeah. No, no that you're, you know, I think that is an overused term That has been used incorrectly Yes, there is that male bullshit Don't get me wrong And what
2: you said was kind of male I'm bullshit. sorry
1: to interrupt you, Jeff, but your beard is turning me on
2: <laughs> What do you think? Three weeks Man, yeah. that's nice. I was wondering why the table was coming up on that side over there <laughs> I, was, I was seeing
0: his mic get closer to his mouth It's kind of interesting
2: it does <laughs> look good though, no, I, I agree. How, right. how about
0: you have some more? <laughs> a little bit, a little they bit, like bit a little, bit, little, bit, little and, bit. Like about that much? Okay, that's, okay,
2: that's more than a little bit. That's like two little bits. And we're now two moving on
1: bit. to round two of the Wandering. Yeah, I believe yeah, it's I the Wandering Ales, what they call it. No, call this, is, this, no is
2: this is the Belgian Blonde. Well,
1: it is a Belgian Blonde, but I believe their name for No, it,
0: the name was Belgian Blonde. There was no name. Huh. It's the beer with no it's name. It's the beer with no name. We're riding <laughs> through the desert on a beer with no name.
2: The beer with no name is called beer. no <laughs> No, because
1: that
2: would be a name. That would be. We need to get some of that generic beer from like the what the eighties was it in the eighties. That was our Yeah, yeah. The, um, we gotta uh, get some you of can that. find you it know, once in a while.
1: We'll I'm sorry, it. Wander Brewing. It is actually the Wander Ale.
0: It is the Wander Ale. See, is I that what this, this is it. called? Oh, I forgot. You took a picture.
1: Of course Hi, I took a picture. Awesome. I'm Great. sorry that I didn't ask the person behind the counter more details about the beer so that I can fill Well, I, I had to look in. up
0: Shoe Toss Rye, yeah. and I did look Chutas up Global Montball Porter, which we've already had. This is the Wander Belgian Wander Ale. And
1: Wonder
2: I love Ale. it. Okay, I'm
0: just writing, the, I'm taking notes here, people. Taking some minutes. You, me, were, this so beer. we
2: should reintroduce it. It is the Wander Belgian Blonde. That's,
0: that's from a, uh, an old uh, uh, Bloodhound Gang song.
2: What's that?
1: Hmm. Maybe that's why it came to my it's head. It's an
0: Minage Antoine, you and me in a honeykin. Because mm-hmm. you you're pretty one, I'm drunk. <laughs> you're pretty one, I'm drunk, and I'm pretty
1: fucking drunk. <laughs>
2: Excuse us while we giggle for a moment.
0: No, you haven't heard that song? How long have you known me? I you just it. haven't heard it since the nineties. Well, yeah, the, 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 the only song it. of
2: theirs I've heard is the one that everybody's heard, which is oh, yeah. the Discovery Channel yeah, thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We got lots of Bloodhound gang and it, it oh, all what? it all came from that direction, but uh, yeah, I think I'm pretty familiar with most of the Bloodhound gang. I you know, yeah. I never did fall in love with it, but cake. He gave me cake I and it. I ate it.
0: <laughs> Who doesn't eat cake? Ooh, ooh, okay.
2: ooh, band, new band that I'm into is a band called Mastodon. Have you guys ever heard of that? Mastodon. I it's have, also a cake song. Is this the one that's very metal? Yeah. Oh, no, I hate that band. Jeff Miller, you love this band. I, I actually messaged Jeff privately and said, hey, have you ever heard of Mastodon? He's going, hell yeah, I've heard of him, and he listed tra- off a bunch of other bands that were like it. Yeah.
1: He very much tried to get me to listen to it, and I got about 30 seconds in, and then my head Just cranium split and fell
2: apart, and I went, No. <laughs> But that's the right effect. You're supposed to enjoy that. You're supposed to savor the head falling apart effect when you're listening. Oh
1: well, to I get it. Then it's performance art. But did a
2: donkey yeah. or a monkey come out of his head? Because that would have been more along the lines of what
0: he
1: likes. Just as so long as it's not a butt plug. <laughs> if it's that
2: far in, you got some problems. That's, that's sure. a different genre of man. Well,
1: there was that one that got lost. Well, there's
0: there's the the, the knuckle thing. I know you, you know you're you're all about the knuckle. So.
1: The knuckle. I almost. Thought I was, I was, I feared for a moment earlier today that I was going to get to witness the knuckle thing. I was in the hospital with my father, (laughs) and the doctor was asking about his prostate. And my dad was not very coherent with speaking back to him. He's kind of in a a poor state right now. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh my god, they're going to give him the knuckle. (laughs) The
0: knuckles. He
1: rolled him on the side, and thankfully he was just pushing on the kidneys and didn't do that in front of my presence. They
0: wouldn't do that. Most likely, he wouldn't do that.
1: But I was sweating bullets for a moment there because I've lived through it a few times now and I did not want to witness it and I did not want to witness it on my father.
0: Mm -hmm. I understand, I understand. Um, I think that's, that's a good segue, but you haven't mentioned Skookum. And, and Oh, Skookum. Ourselves, we did not go to Skookum, and now that I know that it exists, I knew it existed. I just have never been there, and I would love to go. So Skookum. I'll let you take over about the Skookum. Skookum? Skookum? What brewery. is oh, Skookum brewery. Is,
1: Skookum Brewery in Arlington, Washington, across the street from the airport. This very same airport that David Cho took an airplane from, Arlington to Alaska in his Thumbs Up Season 2 he didn't stop at Skookum. I don't know why because he really missed out. It was it was a great brewery. Uh, from what I understand, that's newer digs for them. They've only been in the location about a year. And they had about, I want to say they had about 10 beers on tap that were theirs. Mm-hmm. And I tried eight of them and they were all very good. And uh, mm-hmm. they were so good that I thought I would bring back a growler of their Imperial. Uh, I think it's actually a double IPA called the Mammoth that I was going to bring back that we could have on the last podcast that we didn't record so i don't know why i would bring beer for a podcast we're not recording but uh, trust me it was delicious uh and and jeff thank you very much our first sponsor of the beer plus three podcast jeff supplied that that uh, growler for us that we didn't get thank to drink jeff. together you, but i assure you the the growler was enjoyed considerably yeah. and i i am you know if we ever get to the point where we're making a field trip once a month or or once a week i i want to What was it that he bought again? It was a growler of their double IPA called Mammoth. Mammoth. Delicious. Uh, Rode around 9%. You know, everything you would expect from a double and super yummy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice a great little... Great what about little their order. other
0: beers? What kind of other beers did they have on?
1: I had a sample tray of their other beers, and they were all good. And Yes, I saw your
0: alcoholic chess game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what you didn't see was after that, we continued to order more beers. They were that good. Of course you do. You
0: have that sample, you're like, I could probably drink a whole one of those. Yes. And one of those.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so. And... Uh, you know, the, the, the one, of course, that, that stood out the most, I'd say, was the Mammoth, but they had a Cascadian dark ale, a CDA, as opposed to what we call it in Bellingham, a KDA, because we all know Coulson has the best CDA in town. Uh, it, was, it was very delicious. It's still, you know, I'm still chasing uh, Hop in the Dark, you know. Hop in the Dark sits on the top of that pillar as being the best... Uh, Black IPA well, especially ever. Especially
0: when you have it at the day after it came out, at the brewery. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, that was that was orgasm in a glass. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Their,
1: their CDA Christ. was really good. It was on par with Kulshin's, um, which is also another delicious uh, CDA. Mm. Um, everything I had down there was great. I really liked the Belgian. Like I said, I've been getting into Belgians. I, I don't remember if it was a blonde or a, a, a double, but... Uh, that was equally as good, and I think uh, I think we're going to have to get down there, sir, soon. Yeah. And I'm going to have an excuse to go to Arlington at least every other week. Uh, you know, I'm going to have to go visit my mom down there, mm-hmm. so I'll be in the area. I can bring some back, or we can all go together. We can go visit my mom together at the nursing home.
0: <laughs> well, you can go there, and we'll meet you at the brewery.
1: <laughs> Even better.
0: Um, but no, I think that's a good idea. I think one of our uh, probably give it about three or four more casts, and I think we'll. We'll do that. Oh, it's it's to be I, I, you you mentioned in, in on friend face about you know the ski to sea this weekend, and it'd be fun to do something like ski that. to
1: sea team. I can run the eight mile leg. Who's mm-hmm. who's skiing? Who's biking? Who's kayaking? Skiing?
0: Who said anything about skiing? I thought you you rode a bike. Don't you? Don't they do like biking, running, and kayaking? It, they, do it they is. have a
2: typing <laughs> leg? I can do that. Typing?
0: No, I could the skiing one. I can do kayak maybe, but yeah. I have to get. Okay. I have to get rid of some of the.
1: Well, I think it, extra. I, I think it's pretty traditional that each person only takes one leg, and I don't think we have enough yeah. people sitting at this table to cover each leg. Yeah. And yes, we can it, find someone. It is ski to see. so yeah, I think we would have to find somebody to do the skiing. Because how about
0: we just build a float, or make some rudimentary thing, and we'll all stand on it, and that'll for be for the
1: float? for the parade. And we have musicians <laughs> in the family. I know that Rick's boom daughter is a musician my daughter is a musician there's our band we build a float we're in the parade we
0: don't need a band we, what we'll do is just have a big flatbed truck and we'll do our podcast on the truck and yeah. just continue to wave at people
1: and then
2: at the As end of we we the parade we'll take a secret route to the end of the race and then run through the finish line like you know you get there first <laughs> <laughs> our, our float will just kind of drive yeah. through it <laughs>
1: Oh, did a float? And we win did in the podcast. Did a float just win the C to C race? <laughs> that would be crap. awesome. That would be awesome. I think that
0: would be good to do.
1: Well, we might have to buzz that part out or it's mm-hmm. going to come across as being premeditated That's, next yeah. year when we do that. <laughs> that was just
2: purely speculation. I have a feeling we'd all end up someplace very unpleasant <laughs> yeah. if we did
0: something like that.
2: Like the back of a VW? Uh,
0: I was thinking jail, but then there might be sex involved, so... <laughs> Mike would be my bitch immediately.
1: (laughs) Rick's laughing at my Kevin Smith reference. I know he got it.
0: Well, I got it, too. It's a classic Kevin Smith reference. What are you going to do?
1: Use it again at some point in my life. uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think anybody who's ever seen that movie has used that reference.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's one that doesn't leave. So, okay, we've got that covered. We've got a field trip to Skookum, and we've got next year... If we can't scrape together a team to compete, we're at least going to get a float and drive it through the. Uh, like finish like line. I said, I'm
0: going to the doctor soon, <laughs> and we'll see. We'll see the state of Jeff. I want him to do any and all tests about you know, stick whatever you need to in my ass and down my throat and wow. in my eyes, and I'm just going to have him do everything and see if what's wrong with me. If there's anything wrong with me, fix it. And I need to. I need to retool.
1: Yeah, well I, need to, I I'd, need to retool. I'd say underneath there someplace is a very healthy person. I'd I'd say the exterior don't mind the blotchy
0: skin. I'm just pasty that way. Oh man. <laughs> Underneath
2: all the health problems, there's a healthy person in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, well, no, I used to be. I mean, I I yeah. never had to work out. I was always skinny. I mean Oh, come on. When man. I met
1: when I met Jeff, he was thin as a rail. Yeah. Super tall, handsome, strapping, could climb those Comcast poles. Yeah. I think he was experienced with climbing poles, from what I could tell, the way he did it. Now <laughs> oh, I'm picturing I it. Lab dances
0: for drag queens. I know how to climb that pole, baby.
1: Um, no, it, it, and you know, as we as we've gotten older, and we've all gotten older, we, you know, some of us have lost it, and some of us have regained it a little bit, at any rate. So. Uh, you know, I think I think Jeff going to the doctor is a good thing. I think they should check him out. And I think mm-hmm. if, if Jeff mm-hmm. is interested in getting on and turning that around a little bit, I think, you know, I'll be supportive of it. Well,
0: I think one of, one of my biggest things right now is, like, I have to cross uh, a casino that is now a, a little over a quarter mile long. <laughs> because our, our casino is freaking huge now. And so, and I've noticed, like, walking upstairs and up hills, why don't you just... Stop bleeding, Oh, That's very distracting. It's very distracting. I'm sorry. Oh, it's only distracting. But no, walking up things, up. I, I start to like... I'm doing the huffing and puffing that I did, which was the exact reason I quit smoking.
1: Well, I was just going to say that huffing and puffing that you mentioned, I haven't done that in like six months, only since I switched to the vaporizer. I, the day that I noticed that I was no longer huffing and puffing... I ran up and down the stairs like six times. I just circled the building going up and down the stairs going, hey, when's it going to kick in?
0: It didn't take very long when I was, God, when did I quit? Like, I don't know, I must have been 32, 33 when I quit. And, you know, it's a little less, no, it might have been before. I think it was, yeah, I was about 31, 32 when I quit. So it's almost been like 10 years (laughs) since I quit smoking. But now that I'm, and I was perfectly fine, up in. but that's one of the reasons. Like, we're smoking, and so instead of a cigarette, I was stuffing other things in my mouth that I probably shouldn't have. Yeah. None of them were cocked. That's probably a much healthier thing to stick in my mouth.
1: <laughs> probably would have been. Yeah, no, I, like, I remember having this conversation with you back then, because I couldn't believe you had quit smoking. Um, because well, I because quit cold turkey. Yeah, absolutely, you quit. Yeah. And, and I asked you about it, and I remember you saying, I'd rather have a beer than a cigarette, and that was fine with you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, I was cutting into my beer budget, and I mean, there was, I was up to two packs a day.
1: Yeah, that's pretty oh, tight. And
0: yeah. uh, I and I knew we were going to probably start trying to have kids soon, and I'm like, I don't want to have to chase around a toddler and, and yeah. <laughs> have to sit in an iron lung afterwards, you know, after crossing a living room. No. So no, that's what it was one of the reasons, one of my motivators for quitting. Yeah. And now I just have to get off the the, 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 the fat bandwagon and get back on. <laughs> Skinny bandwagon
1: cause, no, I, I, I think
0: one thing is that And I've heard this before I'm sure I read it in a doctor's office somewhere uh, They always have horrific things In doctor's offices to read But uh, No, they, uh, that uh, smoking can Seriously affect your metabolism After like Smoking for so long and then you quit mm-hmm. The, the the very act of getting all that poison out of your system and can affect your system, and it can affect your metabolism. My metabolism has always been like 506% all the time, because it's it's just, I was able to eat whatever. So, yeah, I was just going to ask. I was able to do anything, and I didn't even exercise all that much. Yeah, I used to climb poles and and do all that. I had a lot of physical jobs, but not all my jobs were physical, and even when I started this one, which is a relatively physical job, still, I mean, I... I, my metabolism is different now and now I need to find a way to get that back up yeah. being the 40 year old person I am now So, and that's that's going to be my segue shitty as it is into our next subject being an adult and a parent and of uh, elderly parents
1: elderly parents I've got two of those anybody else got elderly parents i got two of them i got one <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an interesting story one do you care to
2: delve into well, one of them's dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, that's pretty much it. Um No, actually, um it's funny that you're you wanted to talk about this because 2 weeks ago I actually started talking on a regular basis with my mom again after many, many years of uh, uh just I don't know. It was weird. I it wasn't like on bad terms with her, it was just that we never talked. So and when you when you say deep, many years, uh can you describe
1: like to me many like if i didn't talk to my mom well okay i hadn't seen my mom in five years since the last time i seen her last weekend yeah but you know i've got my reasons for not seeing my mom how many years has it been since you had seen
2: your mom i saw her probably six or seven years ago Jeez, and then prior to that not since well since early 20s really yeah. Did,
0: I mean, you, you you mentioned that you didn't, like, have a falling out, or there was no, like, bad blood. It yeah. was just, you've never really
2: connected with I, your mom, or... Yeah, I don't want to bring the podcast down here, but I had really bad... I was really pissed off when we moved to Bellingham, and I didn't... I cut off connections with all of my family. Oh. And didn't feel the need to stay in touch with any of them, and my mom more or less wasn't in my life from early teens on, mm. and, um dad was, even though he's dead, I shouldn't talk bad about him, but he was kind of a dick. <laughs> well, I, I, that's one thing I've always
0: hated. Don't talk bad about the dead. They're dead. They don't allow, give a fuck. It's,
2: it's done, and I'm not... I used to be really angry about that, and uh, I just about your dad's guts. Yeah. It, it's funny, though, because I've seen you
1: talk about your I mean, dad. And that's a very natural I, reaction. On numerous occasions, and you always talk with him, there's always this glint in your eye. And it's, it's always... You're always... Except for when you're talking about him being a dick, which you've done on, on two occasions... Any other time I've ever seen you mention your dad, you've always held him in very high regard. But I always thought it was odd, and I never huh. pressed for details on your mom because you never
2: once ever mentioned. I don't your know mother. if I held my dad in high regard. That you might be picking up on something yeah. else there. But I, I, uh, but yeah, I've I just, never heard him say strange things about what's his dad. What's strange so. is my yeah. a cousin of mine tried contacting me six or seven years ago, and he left a message on a cell phone that died like a few days after, and I was going to call him back. And I just, I thought, wow, that was weird. You know, I didn't go out of my way to try to track him down. And about three weeks ago, he found me on Facebook and friended me. And then his sister, another cousin, found me. Another cousin, who got the word that I was on Facebook, friended me. An aunt.
1: Weren't you like the tenth me. person
2: on Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, you were one of the original members, yeah. or what? Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Um, but then I, yeah, and then I started this thing. My, Deanne has this great thing where she calls her dad every Sunday morning, and they talk for a while. So I just thought, you know, I'm just gonna, I'll do, the, do she that. She seems on like Saturday. she has a pretty good relationship with. She's got a great. Her dad's awesome. He sounds I mean, he like her good. family's
0: constantly coming up and visiting some portion of her family. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, we yeah, we get up them up pretty
2: frequently. Um, her dad doesn't come up as much anymore, but um, just because he's he's kind of getting to that age where I think driving 200 miles is just not. Well, oh, shit! i am talking
0: to my dad. He'll come pick
1: him up. <laughs> he probably just doesn't want to have to face you, Rick. He knows how you get with your wife. Yeah, I'm
2: I'm, a, I'm an asshole. But uh, <laughs> anyway, he's so insatiable. It's kind of cool. I feel like, um, just the short version is, I feel like in the last few months or few weeks that, um, like a lot of things that were out of whack with my, uh, me and my family, and and especially my mom, just kind of clicked back in place. It was really weird too because the first time I talked to her on the phone. I thought it was going to be really awkward and difficult, and um, I just actually talked with her for about a good 20 minutes, and we were having a great time, and I I could have kept talking, except I got interrupted and we had to to leave. We had something going on and couldn't keep talking. Well, obviously, this
0: woman somewhat raised you, I would assume, and you have some sort of familial... Yeah. connection to her regardless of, of how you feel I mean I don't know yeah. what your falling out was with your family I don't know if you know I don't know what that is uh,
3: whether just, it was
0: just youthful rage on your part or whether it was a partly, little bit of that and a little bit of their yeah uh, it was
2: my my dad was that comes back around to my dad being an asshole and mm-hmm. treating me badly and once I was out of Bellingham it was just like I didn't want anything to do with anything in Aberdeen anymore and that yeah. was it And so I cut it off and yeah my that dad was had a somewhat similar to experience to that, too. I mean, yeah.
0: he did anything and everything. My dad's from Potlatch, Idaho. So, Aberdeen looks like a major city <laughs> compared to Potlatch, Idaho. This room is bigger than Potlatch, Idaho. So, I mean, and it's in the middle of nowhere. They used to have a lot of money because of all the mills and everything. But yeah. my dad did everything in his power, including join the army to get the hell out of there. And uh, he had some sort of, after he got out of the army, he moved to Everett. Yeah. The armpit of the nation, um, and lived with his dad. He basically his dad left him and his mom and his sisters when in like 1953 or something. I mean, he was very young. He just took off with some woman. And what my dad did to him, he just showed up at his door one day at age 19 and went, "Hey, we're living together. Move." <laughs> and so he got to know his dad that way. He basically, forced himself into his life. Wow. and then he had some sort of falling out during that time and he didn't call him until like about your age yeah so in his 20s he had that falling out again got married with my mom and then not so years not until I was probably nine 10 maybe 11 years old mm-hmm. did I even know my grandfather i saw him before he died i no. saw him three times wow. so he had the kind of a similar falling out and yeah i don't i don't know the the, the particular particulars behind your your ordeal but I mean, I, you both know my parents. You both met them. Sometimes. Oh, I love them. I love your parents. <laughs> my I'm parents, parents are just my fucking parents. Yeah,
1: great people. I
0: don't know about that. But <clears> they're <throat> decent.
1: <laughs> well, they're not my I, parents.
0: I, I love. I love. No, no. I, <laughs> no. I right. love my parents because I've gotten to know other people's parents, much like my um and uh, or like my boss calls them my outlaws. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, no, uh, after experiencing that sort of family, I'm just. I think the gods or whoever I need to fucking thank for mm. just being born into this family. I don't care how backwards thinking and, and ridiculous, how much they hate Obama and all that. Just, they fall victim to all the bullshit of the baby boomers, you know, and all the, the especially it's 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 the most, one of the most ignorant places. It's literally the, like, Mississippi of the North. In fact, uh, Idaho is number one in, like, the least amount of education or something. It has, like, the worst education system in the United States. Idaho? Idaho.
2: Really? Yes.
1: Not only that, Idaho is the, uh, the home of the park where broken down amusement rides go to spend the rest of their lives.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: oh, you <laughs> guys have never been to the park, A Silver, what's it called? Oh, silver?
0: yeah, Silver City? Silver. No, Silver no oh. is it Silver City.
1: Silverwood, so, yeah, yeah. Silverwood, Silverwood has all. It, they take the amusement rides that the parks don't want anymore, and then they take them, and it's like you know, kind of like Goodwill for oh, shit rides.
2: Really? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, I have a picture of uh, my daughter on the roller coaster at that. At yeah, Silverwood. Well, for, I, I assure
1: you, for some reason, some park didn't want that roller coaster. Oh, No, oh, boy, that's going to make
2: me. <laughs> I'm
0: sure they fixed it with the other one they bought. <laughs>
1: exactly
2: why, why, does, it's, 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 I, I why does all it, of Silverwood's rides have blood stains in various <laughs> locations
0: <laughs> I imagine it this way like there's some yard like Silverwood has a yard somewhere with all its broken down rides yeah. and they just keep going there and parting it out to
2: put it on the <laughs> real vehicles. <laughs>
0: Hey, You're from Aberdeen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: so, screw doesn't fit in here quite right, but that's okay. Well, just keep turning. Till it you, that's all you got to do. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking in a southern accent for Idaho, but. Have you ever heard them talk? No.
0: They talk like that. Really? Okay. Also, a lot of my cousins, they have this weird. It's not quite southern. Yeah. It's more like
2: backwoods. Well, we're going to have to give a like, shout out to the state of Idaho on Twitter for this one. Idaho, baby. That's no, an awesome place. My cousins
0: yeah. come from there. They're good people.
1: Does, the, should, does anybody should. do fucking in Idaho? Because that might make it worthwhile. There's a lot
2: of fucking in Idaho. There's not much else to do except drink Bush Light and fuck. And eat potatoes. And no, no, they don't
0: eat potatoes. They eat potatoes. whatever they find at Walmart. They, they grow potatoes there, don't they? They have to head down to Lewis to go to Walmart.
2: <laughs> but Idaho, sometimes though.
0: they go to Moscow. <laughs>
2: or however they say Moscow I love how we've turned Idaho into a southern state I know, it, but it state. is It's the southern yeah. state in the north and I, it I, sometimes. I
1: don't care what any of you guys say about Idaho Idaho is the home of Napoleon Dynamite And that's all I need
2: <laughs> There you go, I still have never watched that movie I haven't either oh, Maybe I, we'll have to sit down together
0: and watch that movie Along with The Godfather And what
2: was the other one you had? There's another one? Yeah, you What's last one? on the last podcast you said there was some was Oh, uh, oh, oh uh, Hollywood Nights
0: Oh, I've seen that many times. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. You should watch it. It's fun. It's a fun movie. I posted, uh, I think, on our Beer Plus 3, I posted a little scene from it. The One-Armed Violinist. Did you see that? Oh, no, I didn't uh, see okay. it. Okay, well, sit down and watch uh, it sometime.
1: I saw the picture, and I, it, immediately I knew what the movie you were talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone's seen that, so... Yeah. So, yeah, so Rick, juice. you talked to your mom. Funny thing is, I talked to my mom as well. Yeah. Well, I talked at her. My mom is not really in any kind of state to respond. My mom uh, had... It's uh, case of the early onset dementia, but uh, she's in a home down south, and I hadn't seen her in literally five years. Mm-hmm. Last time I'd seen her, she tried to, well, yeah, she wanted to make out with me because she thought I was my dad. <laughs> it was a little uncomfortable, and I can't say that that's a good enough reason to not go back, but to be honest with you, I, I feel like a real dickhead because I didn't go back for five years. Yeah. Well, you certainly
0: know your dad's your dad, so.
1: Exactly. There is that. <laughs> there is. Well, we don't need no
2: DNA test.
1: No. So duh. Well, the funny thing is, is I walk into the hospital a day and everybody knows who I'm going to go see. They go, "Oh, you must be Vincent's kid. You must be Vince's kid." Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I'm not saying I'm a splitting image, but it must be pretty pretty close if the nurse is all around. go, Oh, Vince, you're Vince's kid. He's down this way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I got to visit my dad in the hospital today. And I just kind of wonder if, you know, our joint connection and seeing our mothers didn't have anything to do with little Ann Ramsey sitting down at the end of the table. Cause <laughs> She's it's, back. It's very odd how we both have had these motherly experiences after a long duration of absence out of our life. And, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, that was- I'm, I'm going to blame it on her
0: take a picture of man that's one thing we need to do I think we need to have an Instagram so we can Instagram while we're doing our uh, I'm podcast.
1: Go, I'm gonna do that I've already been taking pictures today no? all right and we'll I started an
0: Instagram for beer plus three and we'll we'll move on from there yeah but uh, no you guys keep going I mean yeah. i I've, I've, my parents well my dad just had like a Double or triple bypass, whatever. He, they opened. It, they they actually cut into his groinal region and then stuck the little thing up, and it goes all the way through his artery up into his heart. And oh shit! They put these tiny little stents that they uh, they just release yeah. and they'll they'll get bigger and bigger and bigger and travel and then they'll get stuck and then they'll open up the artery. So it's very cool science, yeah. but it's kind of disconcerting that my father is near a heart attack and yeah. you know my uh, he just eats too much and. Yeah. You well, know, maybe enough, but.
1: maybe now, like you were saying, you know the the kids are suddenly parenting the parents, and it's and a the, little bit of a weird. Yeah, we're experience. at
0: that age where that's going to start happening. I mean, obviously, it's you're, <laughs> you're, you're experiencing some of that
1: right. Now. I'm getting it thrust upon me, and it's you know only been in the last two weeks where I, you know it. You know, up until this point, you know, I've always you know my dad's Superman; he can get anything done. You know, I've never had any worries or concerns. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I was Well, I think we all have
0: that view of our fathers. I mean, at some point in our life. Do we? Well (laughs) at some point in your life you probably did until you either was victimized or whatever you might have done. But there was some point in your life and and you start to realize as you get older, I mean
1: Well, you know, I've only just realized to
0: see your parents like that and yeah
1: so you know to have to argue with my dad and it was really funny because you know I, I talked to him on the phone the other day after seeing my mother and I just wanted to kind of give him an update let him know hey I, I was here I stopped in I checked in on the situation and it's all good and I'm talking to him on the phone and he's telling me about some neck pain and I, I can hear he sounds a little bit grumpy and I'm like well You know, uh, try this, Dad. Try that. You know, put some hot. uh, You know, take some. You know, swelling releaser like a ibuprofen or something. Or on the other, you know, just kind of give him some pointers, and then go see the doctor on Monday or the chiropractor or something like that. And you know, I talked to him on Monday and like, how you doing, Dad? He sounds a little more grumpy and he hasn't gone to see anybody about it, but he has put some heat on it and he put so much heat on it he burnt the back of his neck and (laughs) that's a big burn scar on the back of his neck now. I'm like, "Um, okay, Dad, well, you're going to go to the doctor, right? And again, you know, I get, yeah, yeah, I've made an appointment with the VA. It's about a week out. And I go, I'm not sure that you want to make an appointment for a week out, Dad. I think you probably want to get in there soon. If your neck, you can't move your head, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm Superman. No worries. Um, And, you know, I talk to him again on Wednesday. and, And when I call over there, my brother's like, well, I'm not sure he can hold the phone, but here you go. And I'm talking to him. I'm like, Dad, you really... and i tell him flat out i said dad you know you could go to the doctor tomorrow and i want you to go to the doctor or this is going to turn into an er trip you know there's no doubt in my mind if you can't hold the phone to your head to have a discussion with me i i know that this is the case it's obvious and yeah okay i'm going to go see the doctor tomorrow I, i won't wait for the va So I get a call from my brother the next afternoon. Uh, Dad's not doing so good. He's lost a lot of weight, and he's shaking, and he's, Dad thinks he might have cerebral palsy. And I'm like, wait, it's not cerebral palsy, I said. And, you know... I talked to my dad for a few minutes. I go, well, we can't force him to go to the doctor. Now, if he was my child and I was truly his parent, I could pick his ass up and drive him to the hospital and get it taken care of. But that's uh, not an option with an adult. I'm like, well, it be kind yes, of... Yes, it
0: is, though. I'm sorry, but maybe I, I, I have a different view of this. And luckily, my dad's view changed. Otherwise, I probably would have done it with him already. But he used to be, like, my age, Oh God, don't worry about it, just wrap it in duct tape, we're out of here. Right. You know, and, and uh, now he's like, every little thing, he's at the, off to the hospital. Well, no, I gotta well. go to the hospital, I gotta go to the hospital. Right. You should really, if you have any pain, you need to go to the hospital that try well. to teach me shit. Well. And, and I would just pick his ass up and go, we're going to the hospital, motherfucker. I, th- I think- Sit the fuck down in the car.
1: <laughs> I get the feeling between the two of you are good for each other. If he's now got the attitude he needs to get to the doctor and he's telling you what to do with your health, then I think between the two of you, you got it figured out. Me and my dad, I can see. I'm hoping after this, you know, when I make the recommendation, that he takes it. But uh, up until this point, nah, I'll wait for the VA next week. Well, okay. So my brother at some point convinced him to go to the, the hospital. Now he's there and he's in ICU. With a kidney that doesn't work because he refused to go to the doctor to begin with. Is it, is it
0: diabetes, you think? or It could be diabetes. My dad has diabetes could, because he's fat.
1: So. Yeah, and you know, the thing is, my dad always told me he was pre-diabetic and, and didn't necessarily need anything while I was in there. I kept hearing the nurses say diabetes. So it could very well he has diabetes and he didn't want to tell me, but I didn't find any diabetes medicine. So, you know, he probably, if he does have diabetes now, he probably didn't know he had it until now. Or he
0: suspected because you just said, "Yeah, like I, I'm pretty."
1: Yeah, exactly. So you know, it could be something along those lines, or you know, I can't say substance abuse, but you know, we all know that there's a generation of older people out there who have been taking any kind of uh, pharmaceuticals for you know any number of but years. it has been
0: being done for the last you know seven thousand years that humanity has existed. We've all been taking drugs, but I think that, I think one of the things is. Maybe it's a societal thing. Maybe it's a male thing, but you know we we uh, we don't think of ourselves as being forty. We I still feel not feel I still I still view myself as the twenty-something-year-old dude hey, that I've mean. always uh, for me always been. My my greatest time was probably in my late twenties. It, it's very and funny. that to me, I I feel like I'm still the same person.
1: I feel I feel like a kid all the time. You know, I was talking to my aunt and uncle. They came up to see my dad today, and it's their anniversary. And they go, "It's our 18th anniversary." I looked at them. I remember when they got married, and I you know I feel like I'm only been a couple years ago. Now it's been 18 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I've been married 12 years next month. And I go, like,
1: "What the fuck?" I'm sorry. 12. I'm standing in front of all I of them, and I feel like 12. a kid.
2: Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you guys have been together since high school. I met yeah. my wife when I was 28 years old. You know, talking about the age thing, though, what's funny is a friend of mine um, commented this week on Facebook that uh, he was uh, he was wondering if at his age, at 40, god damn it. Okay, I'm trying to talk, but people are making obscene gestures. Um, people? That's that, like... Yeah, somebody. I don't know who it was. some random stranger. Uh, <laughs> so red is homeless guy. He wasn't sure if... You know, at at 40. He said when he was younger, it seemed like 40 was incredibly old looking to him. And now that he's 40, it doesn't look that bad. We're kids, man. I feel no, like, no, no, I feel no, like but here's kid. the thing, though. I think part of it is perception, but I think actually, if you go back and look at, old, like, generations, like a few generations back, you look at their 40-year-olds, they look really fucking old.
0: I mean, go back and watch a uh, Humphrey Bogart movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's
0: 40? You no, know, wait, when he was 30 making movies, yeah. he looked 45.
1: <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: we found the fountain of youth, fellas, and we just didn't know it.
2: Well, no, I think each generation oh, and beer. <laughs> <laughs> they had beer back then. I, I don't know. Not I this just kind of beer. That theory a little bit. Yeah.
0: No, just people didn't live as long, and there wasn't as many preservatives in the food. I also there they... wasn't as the medications. There wasn't the care that there is now.
2: I also think they had more stressful lives back then, despite you know how well, no, I awareness. wouldn't say
0: stressful. I would imagine. I think it's more tougher lives.
2: Okay. People
0: people back then were born in the late 1800s. We're yeah. talking people who were born in the early 1900s, like our grandparents. Like, my grandma's 88 years old. Um, she is uh, well past dementia, but um, she's 88 years old. She was born in, what, 1918 or something like that? I mean, we're talking a long yeah. time ago. Wow. She looked old young. I mean, yeah. Of course, in the she was uh, one of the single mom in the middle of Idaho in in the fifties, but which does not bode well. But uh, no, I think I think their lives were a little harder and a little a little more, uh, especially in rural areas. Right. Rural areas were really tough, and that's where most people came from back then.
3: Yeah, oh yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, you look at anybody that came from probably the cities; they probably didn't look quite as bad better healthcare, yeah, da, da, da. yeah, I don't know, I, I may be talking out my ass, but I, I just think that's the truth, and it is, it is not just perception, it's, yeah. it's the truth, people, our grandparents aged quicker than us, yeah. They and living long has really nothing to do with how healthy, I mean, how many runners have fucking
1: died running? <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it happens here and there, I felt like I was going to die the other night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, I mean, you can, <clears throat> you know, live, then stay fit and die anyway. You know, live healthy and stay fit and die anyway. Yeah, you know, healthy, and die anyway. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with your genes.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I think, and, uh, you know, looking back at my genes, I'm sorry, I'm talking off mic. Mm-hmm. If I if I go back and I look at my genes, you know, I'm not sure what's headed for me because uh, everybody with my genes that's older than me, they all die. Well, you look mighty fine in those genes. <laughs> you like these? They're not Bugle Boy. <laughs> Hopefully,
0: they're not Kirkland brand either.
1: I'm sorry, son. These are designer jeans. Not
0: right on, baby. I wish I could keep designer jeans around. But anyway, you no, were- and and I, and I think you're right. But I also think you know I understand where your dad's coming from. But my dad has diabetes too. He's probably just as unhealthy. <laughs> it's just the only difference is he has an aching wife and and he know and he took herself
1: to the freaking doctor. Well, that's exactly what I said to my uncle today and his wife on their anniversary. I I said, you know, the difference between my dad and and me and, and you, uncle, is that you have a wife sitting next to you that can tell you exactly what to do and not only tell you what to do, she can make you do it, uh, you know. My dad is now living in a house with uh, his two sons. It's a house full of guys. No guy is telling another guy what to do and having the guy do it. You know, it's it, it it's almost more healthy, I think, to have a woman that'll set yourself, okay. mm-hmm. set your ass straight, and get you to do what you need to do. Yeah. Than uh, you know being single. I, you know, I don't know. I, I think I'm sure there's probably been studies. I'd be interested to look look at it and see you know if if you don't have a wife in older age you're probably going to die sooner because you're not going to go to the doctor you're not going to have somebody telling you to eat right i've
2: seen studies um i i don't remember what the source was but i've seen them that married guys tend to actually live a little longer and a little healthier for and that was the suspected reason was that they had somebody there telling them you know don't keep complaining about whatever this is that's wrong with you go see a freaking doctor which. I also
0: think that depends on the man too. I mean, if you have a oh, oh, yeah. somebody who is who is you know uh, I don't know well educated that is is always that lives a healthy life that you know has the gene and, and, and somebody that uh, keeps oh bondage yeah I like it. <laughs> Um, not the choky kind, that's grody, but, you know, that kind of looks, that Just kind to of tie you up with the Japanese yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. The, the, is that the news,
0: nude agents? Nude agents. Nude agents. Oh, that was, so,
2: <laughs> nude everybody, everybody listening to this podcast right now just... <laughs> Taking a complete one eighty and <laughs> oh, bondage. There's <laughs> a segue. He was talking about health, and then it became about bondage. And
0: but no, I think I think uh, if you have a responsible adult that is single, I think that that uh, that man will live longer than a married man. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I have more stress in my life being married than I would not being
2: married. That's that's the reverse. <laughs> and it's of the it. truth. It's, it's the truth.
1: I just was watching. Not something all today. stress
2: is bad for your health, though.
1: Actually, you know, stress is actually good for your health. Yeah, I mean, some, you you some have stresses. stress when you're doing physical activities. Yeah. You have mental stress <sighs> that keeps your brain jogging around. Man, you can't, you can't be lazy. That's why people who thrive I would on agree, deadlines. I would agree with
0: that. I'm sure my brain would probably be half its size if it wasn't for my wife. But, uh, I would absolutely, <laughs> and I would agree
2: with that. But there's a lot of people who thrive on deadlines, you know, when they know they have to get something done by a certain time. That's a... I mean, that's a good kind of stress. I don't think that's I don't affecting it that at all. Man. Yeah.
0: That's a good kind of I don't know. I'm just, I just.
2: I was really hoping
1: you were going to tell me that less women in my life was going to be better for me, but I think all we've done is argue that we should all have women <laughs> in our life. <laughs> exactly.
2: We should all have a significant other in our life that that
0: tells us when we're being fucking stupid, but. So now. now remind I'm, us that we are assholes
1: sometimes. Now I'm curious, and I might. I have... just wish I could remind them that they're assholes sometimes, but that doesn't work out. That anymore. doesn't no. work. No, it doesn't work at all. They can be assholes Anytime they want Well you know If we look at the corollary there And we say that yes Having a woman in your life Leads to a longer life I wonder if having More than one woman Leads to an even longer life And I'm going to have to Check with Chris Ryan on that Because I bet If
0: anybody's
2: done re- Research on that You know you my, know who has Done
0: research on that
2: So Hugh Hefner
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> Motherfucker's still alive ain't he? Well no 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 We're is talking it, about wives alive? We're talking about wives Or women who how care many, about had, How many
0: of those when girls I, Have been his uh, wife
2: <laughs> I'm sure they all Care about him right I bet. Oh, you know, absolutely. They, they love death. Does it really matter?
0: I mean, the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, the guy is probably. You could test he that. He eats with a spoon. You he can test that by Trump. looking
2: at the at the life expectancy of a of a Mormon, you know, a polygamist. Let's right. take a look at that. Okay, pull out the numbers.
0: numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that spreadsheet? Yeah. Of course we had this unreligious motherfuckers
2: in We had there. this prepared in Multiple advance. Lives. Yeah,
1: exactly. No, we, we we didn't. And 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 with that,
2: I think we'll leave I'm I'm willing to bet yeah. that there's like a curve where you start off with one wife you get this much, two wives you get this much, three, oh it kind of starts to slow down a little bit. Four Oh, we're coming back down to where two are. Five, you're back down to where you were when you were... Yeah, seven. but as soon as you <laughs> have the
0: harem, you know you're a fucking wealthy prince in
1: Arab somewhere. In right, and it shoots right back up. And yeah, and then it
0: just
3: goes...
0: <laughs> Just like, okay, here you go, done.
1: So it's your typical bell curve with a yeah. rocket tail at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
2: Pretty much. Okay, there. We didn't need to look up numbers. We've got it all figured <laughs> we out. That's... We made our own numbers. That was By pure... the way, we just was... opened our second beer. And technically, that was peer-reviewed, because Mike and I agree with that. So there we go. We agree with that. Or we agree with Wow, hey, I'm not a peer going. here. You are a peer. Uh, I do a peer here. But I'm not a peer here.
0: So there you go. Heart anyway, Science. Heart Science. Um, At work. Our, uh, we've certainly had our Belgian Blonde. Heart, we've just opened up a science. Shoe to- Okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> a Shoe Toss Rye IPA. That's, That's what, what we're is? drinking right now. That's what we're drinking right now. It's from Wander Brewing. Wander Brewing's I'm uh, loving Wander Brewing. I think we have I achieved, know. Uh, uh, I think we have a, a, a competitor for Culsion right now.
1: Okay, I... Th- Absolutely, yeah, ab- absolutely. I've not had anything yet. Uh, not absolutely true. I've not had anything that I've drank from Wander that I really enjoy. Really, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that everything I've had from is beer. Them... So yeah. don't laugh.
2: I'm not reviewing that. Though. It's not scientific.
1: He's being picky and choosy so. about what he reviews. That's no, right. everything that I've had from Wander, I've, I found exceptional. The one thing I had yesterday I tried while I was picking up the Growlers was the Common Common. It was a beer that won an award at Elizabeth Station. They had, had a big competition with all the local beers, and the Common Common won heads and tails above every other beer locally. Yeah, It's just not my style of beer, you know. It's a, it's a Californian ale, you know, and it, it, it very much, I, I tasted it, and it, it was very ale.
2: Yeah,
1: I don't like ale. I'm sorry.
0: I love ale.
1: I'm uh, drinking an ale. Right. Yeah, well, I don't like I don't like that. It was almost Pilsnery, and well, I was going to say probably pilsner-y. is this a Californian ale? Pilsnery. Yeah. Um, not to make fun of adjective. but uh,
0: you know, it was probably very hollow and shallow. No kidding. <laughs> it was most likely done with lager, lager yeast. Yeah, exactly. And, um, l- l- most likely, it was it was probably more closer to a lager than it was a. a yeah, but no. you can you can easily use the correct.
1: I'm sorry, Jeff. You're dead right. That and she, the, the person behind the counter corrected me and let me know that that's not a uh, that's more of a logger. And then I went. You're right. I don't like loggers either.
0: There you go. And yeah, California was uh, was uh,
1: associated with it. It was most likely a logger. So yeah, yeah. and uh, they're they're catching up.
0: They're catching up. They're not quite Oregon or Washington, but they'll they'll get there.
1: And, and you know, I can't say that it wasn't well done because it was. I could taste it, it tasted very crisp, very clean. The tastes were all there. It's mm-hmm. just not my style of beer, and I know it's not your style of beer. No, no, no. And no. we both know what Rick likes because he likes anything we like. Pretty much.
0: Pretty much he should. Well, you're no, his beer. You're his beer, so. Uh... I'm a little um, butthurt
1: about the peer thing. <laughs> he looks a little I'm disgusted about being
2: a peer. No, I'm not the peer. He's a peer. It's a peer, not a peer. Don't be butthurt about being a peer. You can be butthurt about being a peer. Okay. I I what if I have butthurt about being a peer? Don't be butthurt about being a peer. Everyone's a peer. That should be a children's book. Not everyone. That should be a children's book. Everyone pees. I have two words
0: for you. Colostomy bag.
2: (laughs) While
1: you two are ranting on, (laughs) I'm going to say that we're now drinking the Wander Ale. It was the Shoe Toss.
2: It's the Shoe Toss rye. Is it the... I can think of several possible reasons.
1: Well, let's hear it. your reasons, and then I'm going to tweet it out to Wander, and we'll hear why they've decided. could be
2: horseshoes, shoe tossing, right? Yeah. Shoe toss, what comes
0: to mind for me, shoe yeah. toss, is the shoes over the, the, the power lines. You oh, seen those? The I wasn't even thinking of that. That's, that's what uh, comes, comes to my mind, because mm-hmm. it's like an mm-hmm. iconic thing. I think, isn't there a street somewhere, like, not like, not like uh, Seattle, that has all the yes. shoes and shit? Absolutely. Uh, maybe
2: that's it. The other one is Not my meant beard. to invoke uh, or <laughs> evoke a uh, sense of relaxing, like you're kicking off your shoes, tossing them off. Ah, that's a good yeah. one, too. The See other one know. is, what if it's the political reference back to when George Bush had the shoe thrown at him? And He's so deep. I, I am deep. What if it was about that time that George Bush had that shoe thrown at him in the press conference? I think it might be.
1: How I'll does think how, right now And how does that relate to IPA?
2: Uh, I have no idea <laughs> you, you
1: know what, Rick? Uh, you know, I, I don't have much to say to you at all Yeah But, uh, but say it <laughs> I don't
0: have much to
2: say to you no.
1: Everything you said adds up to fuck all <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was just throwing out ideas about what the shoe toss meant That's all I meant That's all
1: No, to. it's power Unlimited power <laughs>
2: You're a fucking virgin, aren't you? <laughs> did you make that? Yeah. Oh, you did? That's yeah. awesome. That was good. I liked it. Wasn't it... You... Well, okay, so for the benefit of people on the listening to the podcast, we're referencing a video that I did about three years ago. It was tweeted on Beer Plus 3, so... Yeah, there there you go. If you say... follow it, it's a video that was about was making fun of people who argue about whether Android or iPhone is better, which are annoying bunch of assholes and need to be made fun of, so... And, of course, everybody in the comments section on my video are arguing about which one's better and calling me an asshole for whatever one they perceive me defending. So, yeah. Well, it's okay.
0: Pretentious assholes do use iPhones.
2: (laughs) No, we don't. (laughs) We're not pretentious (laughs) at all.
1: I'd say the real humor came there when I was was talking to Rick late last night and I was letting him know that my kids had been very proud that uh, all of the YouTube videos they've gotten... I've gotten far more hits than any of our podcasts have gotten. And Rick what? wait, how many hits did they get? Look at this video. His video's got almost fifty thousand hits. Yeah,
2: forty-seven
1: thousand. Forty-seven thousand hits. Nice. Yeah. So Where I said, you "Oh, you I crush don't... my children, you crush our podcast, and you know what? <laughs> that video deserves
2: it. I that's was what I'm rolling. To do, destroy your offspring. Go, <laughs> yeah. oh God, you're almost internet famous. Yeah, I, one of my videos <laughs> of me playing a guitar actually has a few thousand, which is even more. I, to me, that's more impressive because it's a, it's a joke video. It's called the." Uh, ADHD song and it's just me sitting there and I start strumming I go living with attention deficit disorder and all of a sudden I stop and I look around and I set the guitar <laughs> down and walk off <laughs> and I let the video run for like a good two minutes and then I come back in and look and I go why is this on? Like, <laughs> That's awesome! And, um, so you need to do more of that. I That again generated a whole bunch of like people like the first comment that was on there was somebody who got on and said I just created a YouTube account to tell you what so you are because <laughs> I, I have attention deficit disorder and I don't find this funny at all. And then, following that, are a whole bunch of people coming on saying, Well, I have it too, and I think this is hilarious because it's exactly the kind of thing I would do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. The thing I, would do. I don't know. People are so. Uh... So, do you have
1: ADHD? Or... What? What are we talking about?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually don't at all, based on what I've read of it.
1: Okay, well then that that's great.
2: So yeah. what you're doing is calling them out. I get it. <laughs> my my response to that person I just told you about was, um, I know ADHD is real. I have many friends who pretend to have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard you say that before. Yeah. No, I think it's real. I think it's just one of those trendy, um, not trendy, um, one of those. Yeah, because nobody really wants no, to have it. Yeah.
3: No, nobody. but I do. I, I think it's Everybody one of those.
2: Lives, but... I use the word trendy, but I meant the word for this? It seems like the medical community is trying to come up with names for things that in the past we would have just said, that's just part of your personality.
1: They would have said, oh, Mike just fell off the big boy toy when he was a baby. You know, (laughs) hey.
2: I don't know, it's like they want to categorize everything or name everything and label it, and I think Mm -hmm. ADHD is just part of your That's kind of literally
0: what scientists do. But, (laughs) at a certain point...
2: (laughs) No, 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 no. And medical profession
0: is... uh, there's a science. difference, and, and so uh, no, I'm not. I'm not defending. I'm just saying your There's a difference setting.
2: between a kid who has polio and a kid who has ADHD. Oh, absolutely. Because ADHD is more of like a. There might be some physical causes behind it, but it's, mm-hmm. it a lot of it is the personality. So it's like medicine's crossing into this territory where they're oh, no, absolutely. No, it right.
0: was it was essentially like I, I was diagnosed per se in the '70s, so they threw me on Ritalin. Oh. And uh, I took Ritalin for a guy, which was like six to eight years or something like that, yeah. and it made me a completely different person. And really, what it did is is much like a lot of things, like beer is is I I don't what do you call it A downer. They're mm-hmm. Thank you. This, this beer is not downer. a downer. De- no. no, this, this beer is fabulous. Beer's <laughs> awesome. But um, beer has the exact opposite effect on me as it does most people. It's, yeah. it's a chemical. Difference. It's not a deficiency per se. It's oh. just a difference in the way your body uses different chemicals. Yeah. That is all it is. But they used it like in the seventies and eighties as a kind of a crush. So we're like, "Oh, your kid's misbehaving. Here you go. Yeah. Take Mister Jeff, take I'm sorry this. to interrupt.
2: Mike, Mike, do you have a question?
1: Yes. Please <laughs> keep that in mind when you're force feeding us beer in the future. That it's going to react differently with us.
0: I have never forced any beer on any man. <laughs>
1: It's that charm, you know, who can resist the charm? When you suggest that I should have another beer, how am I going to tell you no?
0: You can't. You love me.
1: There's no way Absolutely. to
0: Absolutely. Well, you know, you are my heterosexual life partners.
1: Yes, we are. <laughs> and we're going to shower afterwards with beer. Oh, wait, yes.
2: Yeah, I, I, I thought David was thought David good. is my heterosexual life partner. So you, he's, he has more. So you're going to live a little I, I'm longer I'm a polygamist. You're going to live a <laughs> little longer now. <laughs> I'm a polygamist. So we're, we're, not really gonna, we're not really going to bitch at you very much. So well, it's okay. Afraid. It's okay. I know
0: when to take my ass to the doctor. This is almost <laughs> insulting. <laughs> is, it's all good. But don't, I will not hesitate to tell you when to take your ass to the doctor. Okay. Well, Because the one thing I want to be in my life is a housewife. That would have been awesome. <laughs> seriously, I would love to just stay at home, yeah. be a housewife. I'll clean, I'll cook. I'll, I'll I'll make sure my kid has been slapped correctly.
1: I actually turned that <laughs> into dies. a report in high school. I wrote a report what? about why I wanted to be a house husband.
0: House, uh, yeah, housewife, house husband. Who cares? Yeah, that received? Zero. How
1: not was, not exceptionally well, really? but I was never good at English anyway. So hey, what the hell? You I, say think, I
2: would think a teacher would English. think the idea behind that would be an, yeah, at least give you some credit for. Sounds he's like he's thinking out of the box or outside the box with yeah. that. Yeah. I,
1: I would take a lot of, you know, uh, you know. I know somebody who is a house husband, and I am very jealous of his <laughs> job. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, here he is. He puts all of his energy into raising his children and know, awesome? building his family. I'm so of we him too. Uh, and and you know, I put all this energy into a company that I could care less about. Yeah. yeah. And you know, he's got every reward. You know, I mean, sure, he's not making money. But you know he's got a spouse that does that very well for him, yeah, so here he is, you know, pouring all of his energy and effort into raising a better family, which is the ultimate goal, what we're all trying to do. but I know that I'm only good at just bringing in the cash, so you know I leave it up to my spouse to make a good family, you know outside
2: of that you know it can be fifty fifty. Well, I think know. I think there's
0: personalities. I think there's personalities that that, that would thrive in that environment. Yeah. I mean, I know I would love it, absolutely love it. I know personalities that wouldn't thrive in it. Like my boss, he would he, he he's yeah oh yeah that was odd. I love taking care of my kids, but I love coming back to work. You know, he he would <laughs> rather have the challenge of work than be at home. I would rather just sit at fucking home all day and do the cleaning and cooking and uh, smack my kid around. We'll did, see you in a minute, did, Duncan. Okay, Duncan Trussell. Yeah. But no, I would, I would much rather, I would, I would love being a housewife.
1: You know, it's so rewarding. You know, I look at my kids right now, and I love them, and I think they're turning out to be great people. But I can't take a lot of the credit for it. You know, truth, truth, truth is, I got to look and I go, well, there is a mother that raised those kids very right, and all I did was, you know, create an environment where she could do that. You know, yeah. And, and so. Yeah, I'm very jealous of not being able to be hands-on with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the flip side of that is, I know I wouldn't be good at being hands-on at that. You know, that would be awesome. I would love it. Yeah, right I am not nurturing enough. Mm-hmm. You know, feeling caring about what other people are thinking doesn't enter my mind at all. I only care about myself. I'm very selfish that way.
0: Yeah, well, and and, and that's something that uh, like my wife right now is really jealous of me because my daughter is all about me. But I'm the one that's not always home. So if I leave or if I say something or whatever, she does it or she cries or whatever. And, and she takes me much more seriously. How much of a six year old can take somebody seriously? But uh, she takes me much more seriously than she does my wife. Well, my, what my wife doesn't realize is that she is building a better relationship with her than I am. Absolutely. In the end, um, yeah, at six, daddy's going to be awesome. But at 16, Mama's going to be there for her. Which Daddy's just going to be that asshole that lives with us.
1: Yeah, when she has real problems, who she turning to? She's exactly,
0: exactly. <laughs> that's what my wife sometimes just, she gets so angry and jealous. And angry at my daughter, even. You know, It's, like, it's just like, no, honey, don't worry about it. Your time will come, because she's not going to want me around for very much longer. I mean, give it like five years, and I'm out. Unless, I'm the bad guy after that.
1: Unless at some point one of them develops a porn addiction.
0: What? Are you talking about my wife developing a porn
1: addiction? That'd be lovely, though, wouldn't it? Maybe? No? Porn no. addictions? I don't know. Porn addiction. Oh, speaking of porn addictions. Oh, we should
0: probably start that because I don't know where my shit went here. Seg- yeah, it is a good segue because we really need to get to it now that yeah. we're shortening up our podcast a little bit. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about movies. We ended up uh, actually talking about, of course, our, our parents. Nice ass. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but, uh, uh, we got another Duncan Trussell. I haven't trussell in a while, so there you go. Um, but, uh, as far as we've talked about our parents and we, we started talking about just careers and, and, being you know, everything. I mean, you guys have been listening, so I don't have to say anything. Why don't we go ahead and talk about movies? I mean, I know, uh, why I love movies and I know what kind of movies I like and, and, and I always try to broaden in my horizons and to seek out new experiences, but I mean, as far as you, Sir Rick, are concerned, what what exactly do you look for in a movie? i figured out Mike. Mike is easy to figure out. You, I can't figure you out. You like there could be a really good movie and you fucking hate it, or there could be, you know, I don't know. Is there sh- I am very
2: I am very cliche averse.
0: Aha! Alright, alright. So
2: a lot of times and people use the word trope. Like, I know a few, I have a few mm-hmm. friends who use the word trope. And for me, yeah, that's cliche. I just replace the word trope with cliche, and that's what I see. I mean, if I see something with a lot of tropes, it bothers the shit out of me, and I don't like it. So, okay. a lot of mainstream films, I will look at and say, I read those as cliches. Like, everybody was going crazy about the Captain America film that just came out, uh, the, winter, yeah. winter the Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah. I fucking hated that movie. I hated it with a passion because everything was so fucking cliche. And I know that's a, a lot comic of people. Book movie. A lot of I know, I know, but I can't deal with that. I don't do that. I don't do that. I watched that movie and I thought, and I remember thinking when what Samuel L. Jackson's character died. I thought, oh, what? 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 Wait. He's not dead. Spoilers. Fuck you. <laughs> I oh, thought yeah. he's not dead. He'll be back. Oh, what a surprise! He's back. And <laughs> well, yeah, the AI, it, it, it's so unpredictable. The but AI, I'm sorry, even
0: even the movie you loved, Ink, yeah. it was cliche after
2: cliche after cliche in that movie it didn't as well. Have, but every movie's going to have some. No, every story is cliche. Every story is borrowing from another
0: story. There's store. a
2: difference between cliche and a difference between Ink borrows a lot of. It's not the same thing. There's okay. I'll give you another How example it from the same
0: me? thing where they're using the Get same cliches. Give me an Most example,
2: because I don't know what in ink was a was a cliche.
0: Well, you have the, the entire film. Win. <laughs> Fuck you. I mean, you you no, it was a wonderful movie, and I thought it was very. Uh, the reason I loved it because it was the the, the visuals were original. Um, the, right. the story was fun, and it was wonderfully twisty. And the guy did a wonderful job with a shitty ass budget. But it still had the same cliches with our hero and uh, the psychological journeys and... I mean, all of these are tropes, per se, in, in most film. Some of them are done better than others. Granted, he but did it really well on a shitty budget. Yeah. And could, um, the script, while it was solid, it wasn't filmed perfectly. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't filmed perfectly, nor was it acted perfectly. But the, the, all the tropes are still there. There's... It, and I hate to quote in, but okay? I, in, I, that,
2: in that case, in in some cases, I understand that the word trope has an actual meaning.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But for me, a lot of people use that word to hide a lot of a cliche. cliche shit. Yeah, people use it as a, as a cliche, and but... I can't, I cannot deal with that when I'm watching a movie. If I'm, that's why I like, I, I love David Lynch because whenever I watch one of his movies, mm-hmm. I feel like this guy has invented his own his whole his own visual language. Like, you have to watch his movies a few times before you finally start getting... Oh, he started the scene completely blurred out. I thought it was some pretentious, artsy thing he was doing, but now I figured out why he did that. He's... It is
0: a pretentious, artsy reason he's doing, but but he's doing it. He's doing it because good. he's
2: Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, he's trying He's trying to do something new. He's trying to do something, you know, of, unlike Captain America, which I'll, I'll cite that again because the difference between, I think, a trope and a cliche is Captain America has... The countdown at the end, where oh, something absolutely. horrible is going to happen, you, and by that point in the movie, I, I was like, "Fuck you!" it's fucking kids movie, right? Fuck you you. It's a kids I movie. know, but it's just I can't <laughs> deal with that. And so every movie that I've ever seen, where I at least they make an effort to hide the cliches. If you if you want to argue that they're there, yeah, they're always there. And episode one. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I cannot accept that ink. If you want to, if we want to, for the sake of argument, say that ink has cliches. Oh, absolutely. Ink is not as obvious or transparent about the <laughs> no, cliches as Captain right. America. It is.
0: It is not as transparent so, as something like Captain America. Of course not. Okay. So if it's I were to show you my
2: list, and I do have a list of all the movies I view as like the best movies I've ever seen, mm-hmm. they're all movies where I feel like it did a real the the makers of the film did a really good job hiding. Hiding or incorporating things into the film in a way that I didn't look at any point in it and think that is so freaking cliched, and I've seen that a million times in other movies, mm-hmm. and it's driving me. You know, it's like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, so absolutely.
0: you need to start watching some uh, so some of the old silent movies. You'll see a lot of those t- yeah. tropes, if you want to call them, yeah. uh, in in movies like Ink. You know, uh, you'll you'll see a lot of that stuff yeah. because they had to be much more creative yeah. with their visuals because it was silent film. Mm-hmm. And I like Nosferatu, and the Germans were really fucking good at it, yeah. and some of the French folks were really good at it too. But uh, uh, you you if you go through the ages and watch movies, like uh, go back and, and and you can watch a. Uh, what do you call it, a a romantic comedy of today,
3: Mm
0: -hmm. right? Any romantic comedy, good, bad, or indifferent. And there is good romantic comedies. I don't give a shit what anybody says. There is some good ones. Most of them are utter shit, but there is a few good ones. Now, you go back to, like... Can't argue with that.
1: What? (laughs) I said I can't argue with that.
0: Exactly. Um, You go back to Bringing Up Baby... I don't know if you know this movie at all. If you don't, you need to watch it because it's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stars Cary Grant and uh, Hepburn, uh, Catherine Hepburn. Mm-hmm. Back when she was really young and skinny and just, and wow, she was amazing looking back then. And uh, um, y- you go back and watch that movie, it is a romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. From beginning to end, it has all the same tropes. The same, the, or cliches, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. has all the same story arcs that any romantic comedy has. Yeah, but it's absolutely fucking brilliant and amazing. And the comedy timing, Cary Grant was always good at it anyway, and you realize how good Katherine Hepburn is at it as well. Right. She's fucking brilliant in that movie. But I, I think those tropes are always there. There's uh, in stories, it's really hard to escape.
2: These yeah, I, I know that, but for me, it's I guess it's then a, a discussion of degrees. You know how how hard are you going to work to make it to make it feel original or something different, you know, or to, to or to add something new to it. So, you're like, so f- fuck Captain America.
3: I, I know you
0: didn't like Captain
2: America, but um, You're, in his you're ass. angry about uh, no, like, no, I'm not well, angry. superhero kids movie. I'm like uh, w- but okay the whole hold superhero that kids value, movie a superhero watch kids it. movie that everybody out there is talking about like it's the most brilliant fucking thing that was ever made.
1: Oh, well, you know, and I
2: heard that for like a week. Brilliant
0: as far as no, a superhero it was, movie? It, it was, was really really
2: good. It was distracting, it was interesting, it was fast-paced. It was it kept my interest. Exactly what it was. But it wasn't to be. But so does an episode of uh you know, it's like a cartoon can keep my interest. Right. It's just well,
1: to to interject a little bit here and and, and I know that, that this is going to go more against Jeff than you Rick. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, th- good. I I I <laughs> I
3: nice.
1: I would say that anytime you have to qualify a movie, you have to call it a kids movie, you have to call it a low budget movie, I think you're missing the point. I I think is it a good movie or is it not a good movie? I don't care. You 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 take a a, a look at something that was originally created to be a kid's movie Mm -hmm. and is a good movie, something like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, I'm sorry, on every level that plays as a good movie and I don't have to
2: qualify it as a children's movie to say that it's good.
0: It doesn't make it any less a children's movie. It's a perfect children's movie. Yeah, but But I'm
2: saying if you have to defend a movie on the basis that it's a children's movie, then it's probably... No, what
0: I'm saying is is when you watch that movie, you, you can take it on face value as well. It, yes, it is a good movie. Doesn't make it any less a children's movie. Okay. You just took it at its value, at its face value. But I
2: don't. I don't do well with separating. When you're asking what I look for in a movie, I don't do a good job of breaking movies down into separate. You know, I don't go into a movie thinking, "Hey, this is going to be a dopey sci- or superhero movie." I'm going to set my expectations down. And Likewise, for the Star Wars prequel movies, I didn't go into them thinking these were going to be brilliant Star Wars movies, I just went into them thinking they're going to be movies, mm-hmm. and that's why I probably enjoyed them more than the rest of the world did because I wasn't sitting there, you know, you thinking have that, that
0: were... nostalgia nerd bullshit, the nerd rage. Yeah, yeah. um, uh, yeah.
2: I mean, they weren't you know, they didn't live up to the originals, but I didn't yeah. think they were. And,
1: and I think if I circle back on that and I go, The the main reason I liked episode one was the kung fu and and the fact that I viewed it as being a, a a kids movie, and if I qualify it as being a kids movie, it's fantastic. If I qualify it as being a kung fu movie, it's decent. If I if I go kung
0: fu, what, what are you
1: talking about? You know the the battle at the end, dual lightsaber, Darth Maul.
0: Oh oh, yeah. you're talking about okay. Sorry,
1: completely completely kung fu. If 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 I rate it as a kung fu movie, that last. minutes of the movie, completely awesome. Or if I view it as a kid's movie, it's great. If I go, is this a good movie? I'm sorry, it's not making any good movie lists. It's just not. No, no, it's not.
0: It's
1: not. So so what I'm saying is when I judge a movie, what I like to do is not have to qualify it. If I have to qualify it as fitting within a genre, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: then already I've defeated it. You know, I mean, I might, I might feel passionate about the movie. I might love the movie, but I know if I have to qualify it, Mm -hmm. then probably it's not an awesome movie, and it's just awesome to me.
0: Exactly, exactly. Big Trouble in Little China is that not an awesome fucking movie?
2: It is absolutely awesome. It's an awesome kids movie. No, it's (laughs) it's just an awesome fucking movie. No,
0: I would, I, I certainly agree. If you're looking for quality cinema and you're looking for uh, just a damn good movie, yes, I would agree. You shouldn't have to qualify it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say Captain America is a, the, the best movie ever. Made. I had somebody actually quote unquote I had, say to me that yeah. Transformers was the best movie he had ever seen. Oh. A man our age said this. That
2: person needs to be punched in the nuts. And then strapped <laughs> to the a chair. I thought
0: of but I was at work with him working. I don't think that would have been one. Yeah, of I don't know But nonetheless, it was just like, oh, I really? Don't... I mean, I can take movies at face value. Um, but I, I think comparing something like Captain America to ink completely no you can't do that
2: yeah
0: you cannot I mean they don't even qualify in the same genre or even filth right filth ink I would say filth and ink are much closer movies to actually being a true good movie than Transformers or Captain America or even any
2: of those
1: All right I'm sorry if ink's not fitting in there <laughs>
2: But um so anyway to 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 end the discussion about what I consider a good movie is it really has to pull me into it and not keep knocking me out of it with oh I've seen that a million fucking times in other movies. Yeah. Okay. So if like I said, if we if we agree that ink has a bunch of clichés or tropes or whatever you want to call it in it, oh, at yeah. least I watched that movie and I wasn't consciously picking up on it. I mean I could probably sit here and go through it and pick it apart and and oh, focus like that, that but th- this, th-
1: this coming from a guy who's missed like the top 100 movies of the last 2 decades.
2: <laughs> 3 3 <laughs> decades. And that might actually be the reason because I just got tired of seeing the same shit over and over again in every movie. I'm sorry, was- not every movie is Star Wars. I don't no, demand that every, every movie, movie be is Star Wars. Wars. Star Wars yeah. is one of those unoriginal movies. No, I don't demand, and it's not it even that good. Every <laughs> movie be the last few movies that I've seen that I would rate as top notch was. Um, don't get me wrong, I love Star Wars. <laughs> it was uh, what was the last one I saw? We'll Gattaca about was one. Gattaca was a great um, movie. American history. I Act. never saved anything you for the swim back. <laughs> <laughs> you did <don't> um, what? <laughs> Gattaca.
1: That was his secret. He never saved anything for the swim back, and I don't oh, either. Yeah. I go full bore. And um, there you go.
2: Boys in the Hood. It was good that was surprised me too, John because Singleton? it started off the John first single. The first fifteen I minutes. I thought that was Spike Lee, and I'm glad it's not because Spike Lee's a terrible filmmaker. Yeah, the first ten minutes of that movie I thought was shit, and then it then it took off, and I, I thought, wow, this is like becoming a much different movie. I don't know. It's like, and they, it, it's it, like they made the first ten minutes in the. It's a,
1: it's a shame that he's completely disappeared. You know, I, yeah. I can't think of anything John Singleton's made in the last ten years.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't. I,
0: I probably liked a lot of his, the movies. That yeah, I know he did
1: a lot of great movies, but uh, you know, I, I can't. I think he just faded. And maybe he wasn't interested in making movies anymore. Maybe he used
0: up not, everything,
2: and like most smart individuals, he went, "Well, I'm done," and just took off. Is he not doing? Is he yeah. not doing anything, or do you mean he's just very obscure now? Well, you
1: know, that, that's what I'm thinking. I'm wondering, are we discounting him because we're not familiar with any of these movies and yeah. he's making movies, or are we discounting him and he—and he's yeah. not making movies? Maybe that's a discussion for our next podcast. Yeah. We
0: need to get on to our movie, Yep. Don John. Now, Don John is a movie written and directed by uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt.
2: Produced and uh, starring, too. Um, uh, yeah, his, his
0: production company had a big hand in creating the movie. What was it, Hit Record. I think is his, the name of his production company. It, it's a collective. Um, but uh, as far as uh, the movie was concerned, I mean, we can go around the table. Um, well, I, 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 we it, could do some facts on it. I mean, it's well, I, we 2013. It was edited I, by Lauren Zuckerman. I think she did a fucking great job. I, I, I do want to talk Lauren.
1: about the facts here for a moment, and, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um,
0: I know. I, I want to continue some of the movie info. It stars George Gordon-Levitt. As a, uh, because... When you want to go cheap, hire yourself. Um, Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> Julianne Moore, and Tony Danilo. Many other stars in it. I would not call this a, an independent film in any stretch of the imagination.
1: But wait, 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 wait. It wasn't produced by a major studio. It did have to get and bought, bought by, by a studio before it was distributed. It
0: was distributed It was by produced studio. by... Uh, it's not... I'm sorry. It's not an independent film. How is it movie. not no. an indie film? Did you see how many big Hollywood stars are in that movie? First of all, that's, that's your number one clue. It's not an independent film. That's like saying Monuments Man, just because it was produced, directed, and written by the guys that started the movie, doesn't mean it is not a. But he
1: had to shop this around at film festivals to find a distributor. It was not Sony, nobody budgeted this film. Beyond him and his, his personal company, I, just,
0: I don't think he, I, I don't view it as an independent.
2: Film. It might be a little too have too many connections to big Hollywood it, names, but huge Hollywood names, big big celebrities can show up in, in indie films, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, but are there any? It's just, it's oh, and speaking of, of which, I was I am I just so out of touch with movies, or was I was a little shocked that Tony Danza can actually act. I mean he He knocked it out of the was, park. Yeah, I was oh, shocked. Completely knocked I was like, it out wow, the what park. the hell? I thought this guy was like a you know, had one trick up his sleeve. Who's the
1: dad? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he, he but, did
0: a wonderful job. Everyone in this movie did a wonderful job. But yeah. let's do let's do our roundtable. table. Let's just start with one person, whoever wants to start and uh, just talk about the blue movie, man.
1: I think I'd like to wrap it up, actually, because I very, right. I feel like I'm very passionate about the film, and I think that anything you guys negatively say, I think I could probably <laughs> defend.
2: All right, we'll start with Mr. Negativity over here. I, I would not negative about the film at all. I liked it a lot. Um, it borders on greatness. I wouldn't say it was a great film, but I would I would watch it again, um, which is a big thing for me. Um, I the first scene like you said was really was really awesome where he's you know the whole I'm not gonna lie the sound you know gets me hard as a rock and then they play the, the Mac sound um, which I thought was really funny um, that whole monologue is that what the sound is or how, yeah how, did, it, how, on. how yeah. did you feel about
1: the fact that it was portrayed as a Mac but then you'd visually see it and you go that's not a friggin Mac oh I didn't
2: care <laughs> 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 um, yeah it really bothered me that wasn't a Mac that was a Linux machine um. So no, I and I I thought the first scene was really probably was a because they didn't wouldn't have to pay them. Yeah. <laughs> so um, but I'll tell you what. For the next ten fifteen minutes of that movie, I started to hate it because I thought it was going off into this direction of like, and I, I don't know how to explain this to you guys. I've been thinking about how to how to word this. Um, I don't know if there's a word for this or a genre for it, but in American cinema, there's a there's a phenomenon where. Movies will include some titillating stuff to like draw in their their kind of sexually timid middle class white viewership. And you can go back to movies like Basic Instinct. What was the big deal about that movie? Do you remember anything about that movie? What do you cunt? Remember? Yeah, that's exactly right. That's what everybody talked about. The lesbian scenes, right? There were there were scenes there were sex scenes. Uh Sharon Stone. Like oh, I only saw the one scene in that entire movie. Yeah, for I one never actually seen it. cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, that I, I, I saw her pudenda. Yeah, and for how long? For at like uh,
0: for about
2: eighth of, of a second. Yeah.
0: yeah, it was like, oh, there's an almost a moth. I'm gonna, i right. masturbate. Cause I was like, oh, <laughs> <good."> <laughs>
1: it'd have been better if you'd shaved. <laughs> no, anyway, it was the eighties.
2: So, Nobody shaved. So movies like that. All the way up through and the the most recent one I could think of was and I'm sure there've been more but I don't follow movies closely enough, was which was um the last biggest one was that Magic Mike movie. Uh, what everybody was talking about, the Male a, Stripper movie. That's yeah. a good film, I liked it. You liked it? Yeah. I haven't seen it, so I'm I'm judging without knowing what I'm talking about. But for me it just seems like one of those little movies is Knox Out of I've
1: heard Chana, that entertaining. No, yeah.
2: Good. No, it's, it's 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 a good film, but it's not But would you I, say it's it was it was designed mainly to pull people in on the fact that ooh, you see naked people or something? No, silly, I wouldn't. I would people. I would say it was a character piece developed to show the no, character that, that, of That was never That's not so. what I heard people respond to. Well, very to. much like the film that we're discussing well, today. that, that
1: may have been what people yeah. responded to.
2: Yeah.
0: But it was never advertised. But as
2: okay, as like, but hold, hold on. That movie though played into that group whether it was intended or not. Because well, that's what you heard no. people talking about. Hold on, and then this movie for the first fifteen minutes, I thought that's where this movie was going, and I thought, and I kept thinking, why the fuck are we watching that? Why am I watching this? It's like the, the the asshole guy in the club talking about women, and it's like all this stuff. And Mike's being very distracting. Bitch. Mike's being Magic Mike right now. I'm
1: sorry, I'm holding on because I was just shut down.
2: Yeah. But um, I thought that's where this movie was going. I thought, wow, it's going to do all this titillation stuff with the porn. But they don't actually show much of anything in this movie at all. And then as you progress, you start to realize this, this movie is actually a statement against the mentality that draws people to those kind of movies. Or that, that pulls people into that. And the the scene that really sealed it for me was where they went to the movie. And you get the monologue from him where he says, oh, I don't like going to movies because there's not enough pussy or tits in it and... Why, why wouldn't I just stay home and watch it there? And then you have the girl with her saying... Where she's buying it. She's on the opposite end of the spectrum of... Oh, I just... This is so realistic and so beautiful. And it's just like real life. And, you know, it's like these two unrealistic views of the world. And, um... Got for me you know at what, that Rick? point then I was like wow I did a complete turnaround on this movie and I thought this is really really good this is going in the direction that I was hoping it would go so. I love you Rick You, <laughs> you, you got it right there
1: I mean I yeah. wanted to argue with you at first when you started talking about the fact that you know this was advertised as being a movie about masturbation, but no, absolutely you're right. Yeah, it's not. You were you. It was advertised as as a movie, and they were trying to suck in the people going, "Oh, this movie is about guys who are addicted to porn." This movie yeah. had nothing to do with being addicted to porn at all, yeah. and it had very much to do with a lot of what you just discussed, and then love. It was a love movie. Yeah, and, and not love in a traditional sense, but love. You know, people who are walk different strands of life. And, and And no love to be many faceted things, and not just one kind of love this was very much about that, yeah. so I can appreciate that you are defending this movie based on the point that this was not a jerk off movie that jerk off you know that whole aspect of the movie was just to bring viewers in and I don't know that it was there to bring viewers in so much as it was just to create back a backdrop yeah and and you're right i i i liked I liked what they said about the movie and and the movie not. Containing the tits or the ass and him not being into
2: it. He originally had a lot of, like, a lot of the, when they would show cuts of what he was show watching on his computer, mm-hmm. I guess originally they had a lot of the, it was a lot more graphic. And so they, they cut out a lot of that, I don't, which I, don't, I think was a smart idea, because it would have given the wrong, that would have been actually playing into that stupid, you know, yeah. that, oh, that movie, you know, we gotta watch this movie because there's all this... Porno. No,
1: I, I, and, and I think that's what makes it a more brilliant movie. Mm-hmm. And, and when you led and you said it was only an okay movie, I think that's what that's one of the things that
2: makes it a, a truly a brilliant movie. I, I think it borders on being great. I think it kind of stumbles toward the end a little bit. Um, I think it kind of... Oh, well, I'm going to let you continue. The end?
1: Because the end happens to be my favorite part of the movie.
2: Really? I felt like it was a little bit of a, like... So, kind of so, was so he finds... Unrucied. He finds the I don't know. It felt like a, a chick flick it. ending. Like he found the perfect, found his soulmate, and this was all he needed. No, and it was but that.
0: Did you not hear the speech at the end of the movie? It wasn't his soulmate. He knew she knew they were not soulmates, and I, they were in right now, and that's all it really meant.
2: Okay, maybe I missed that. But um, and, I, and I think to I think, me it felt like a, a sort of a chick flick kind of ending. No, I, th- I think maybe you need to go back and, and listen to the
1: monologue at the end. Because okay. I think I think. It, Jeff nailed it. and this is one of the reasons why I love the movie because he goes on to describe the love he has for this woman knowing, knowing that the woman that he loves, he doesn't love as being somebody he wants to marry. It's, it's just a love based on the fact that you can love somebody without needing them to be your wife, without needing them to lift you and elevate you and be there on a daily basis but you can still love somebody for the physicality, you can love somebody for their brain but you don't necessarily need them to be your life partner. And I think this is an opinion that comes from you know people who you know love many people. Uh, sometimes it's called polyamorous. Uh, you know, are there other aspects in life where you know you can love somebody but you don't necessarily need this person to be your life partner, and yet you still hold love? And 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 one thing that I've always argued is that love is love, regardless of whatever you attach to it. If you love somebody, love them regardless if it's the life partner kind of love regardless if it's you know this is my child kind of love or this is the person that i love because i enjoy being with them and screwing them from time to time and 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 that was that was a lot of the 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 thing that made the movie special for me was the fact that they were bringing this to light was the fact that you know you can love somebody without needing them to be your life partner and that Mm -hmm. doesn't degrade love in any fashion
0: right i think i think uh Uh, Well, apparently I'm last. So, uh, (laughs) I'm going to say this is probably hands down one of the best films we've watched so far. In in, an encapsulating uh, entirety of a film. I mean, the cinematography was perfect. I mean, the the story was perfect. Well, not perfect, but everything was so well done in this movie. And that's one of the reasons. It's not actually one of the reasons, but uh, it's uh, one of the reasons why I don't call it an independent film. Because it, it does star a lot of stars. Number one. Number two, it, it was so professionally done that I don't know how you could call it an independent film. No one out of straight out of film school ever would do a movie like this. This comes from a mind who has been in the business for a very long time. That kid has been in the business a very long time. First
1: time director, though. Yeah. First time producer. Matter.
0: I mean, a lot of people do first time directing after years of being in cinema and don't get it this right.
1: I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm actually going to argue this point, because I think that that uh, Joseph shows up to stage. He doesn't have any financing behind him that isn't his own.
0: You see, if you're talking about it's all about the money. No, I don't think it is all about the money. He I shows up to the stage. I think it's all about the naivete or whatever you want to call it. It's, a, it's about somebody who's doing something that they've never, ever been involved with before or done before. I mean, I would say yes. Clerks is a is a uh, certainly a uh, independent film because it was the first thing he'd ever done. He raised a bunch of money. Yes, it, thank you. Um, but. You can't You can't call this uh, independent film. No, I'm sorry, I, you cannot. I, technically, okay, you can. Where where so
1: on the last podcast I shut up and I didn't want to argue with you, this time I'm going to say what you're now debating is the difference between between being amateur and independent. This is indie film, I'm sorry. Dead, dropped, independent film, self-produced, okay. self-directed, that, self- I, uh, I
0: agree. self-acted. Can I go back to talking about the movie,
1: please? And what you're describing is amateur
0: I think, uh, yes, and you're you're, you're probably correct, yes. Most likely, yes, you are correct. I win! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you win. The movie was fucking brilliant. It was very good. I thought it had a lot of things to say. Um, It's just what I got from it. I love what you were talking about, Rick, was the the comparison of uh, the porn and the the romantic comedies, yeah. and the thing I got was they're exactly the same thing. I romantic comedies that. are the porn for women, yeah, I and porn. porn is porn for men.
2: I always call and that lady porn it, it, because it is. Yeah. It is.
0: It's a complete fantasy world that they get yeah. lost in, yeah. but uh, unfortunately, they don't take it as legitimately as porn as we would take porn. And, but we take porn as if it's just stupid. I mean, porn is stupid. It's ridiculous. It's a fantasy world. And that goes into the kind of the next. Uh, that's the societal kind of view of the movie. Is that it's, our society has made it m- more attractive to watch porn, and that instead of connecting with a real person?
3: Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. I like watching porn every day.
2: Don't hold it against me.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, you obviously. And when, when you throw the little, but,
2: the little, uh, little uh, tissue paper into the into the wastebasket, does it make the Mac? Throw oh, I'm sand? I'm a coming hand so kind of guy. <laughs> Did you did you know that too? The Max sound. Yeah, oh, no. I, yeah. I did not recognize that. That cracked, cracked me up when they did that first time. Anyway, sorry. Uh,
0: but nonetheless, I think the second part, um, which you found cheesy, was I thought that it really pushed human connection, and that's that's what that relationship was about. He connected with this woman uh, on a basis outside the ridiculousness of a, of a of a club or a bar. This is the global mud, by the way we've already reviewed it because it was fucking phenomenal. So it's bad. Um, So it's bad. It's a bad dog. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Nazi Nazi little dog. Um, But the movie in the end really was about that human connection. Mm -hmm. And that's what was beautiful about that relationship between this 40-year-old or 50-year-old housewife that had lost her family a year before Mm -hmm. is finding connection with this Fucking 25-year-old kid. And it, yes, that relationship is completely way not the norm. It is way outside the norm for our society. But they find a connection. They find that human connection. And that human connection... Especially when it, it's okay. dealing with a uh, deep relationship can be sexual. It can be part sexual. It can be part something else. Because they obviously got along. You can see it in the scenes mm-hmm. when they're just talking. She's trying to connect with him or yeah. she's just like blah 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 blah. Oh yes. You know that's not real, right? Yeah. And watching his reaction was like, <laughs> Yeah. he got all pissy about it. And, and of course she thinks it's cute because she's 50. She knows better. Mm-hmm. She's lived through more. But he gets all pissy and when, when he realizes that he has this connection with this woman yeah no and no he accepts the, that connection the, i thought that was a beautiful part and that that relationship I, became absolutely gorgeous yeah. and it was not cliché i didn't think any no, Much right. about but this movie wasn't really cliché but it did the same thing to me first 15 20 minutes i was like what the fuck am i watching this movie yeah, yeah yeah i fucking hate the guy i hate his family i hate everyone's <laughs> face and then the sister came out of nowhere and she was fucking awesome. She was the side of Bob. Yeah.
1: Movie. But come on. Who Oh yeah, yeah, I that frail about that. you know, all those things aside, Jeff, and I'm gonna say you're absolutely hundred and ten percent correct. That that's why this I can only be hundred percent correct, sir. That oh, yeah. This is very true. That that's what makes this movie a, a great film, but beyond that. Beyond that, the other thing that makes this movie great is anything that Scar ScarJo has ever been in before. I'm I've absolutely... It's fucking stupid. Scarlett. Scarlett, I love you. I love that ass. I'm sorry.
0: She's a gorgeous woman. I'll, I'll give you that. When I first saw her, when I first started seeing her in movies, I was like, why is this woman in this movie? She's like, nah, nah, nah. And then she just like, she got better and better and better in everything I saw her and So it was... Yeah. She's amazing. But one of the other... One of the other... I, I'm finishing this up, bitch. <laughs> uh, one of the other aspects Of this movie That I absolutely loved Was the religious aspect It was brilliant oh, He goes to confession oh, You see him in yeah, confession yeah. All the time And they, he gets These horrendous Hail Marys For fucking sleeping With all these girls And watching porn And everything yeah. And finally All he does Is sleep with a girl And he still gets the say. Yeah. He would have been better off Watching porn the whole time Is that what you're saying to me it was absolutely genius. I yeah. love the fact that, Wait, listen, that this I wanna, I wanna Church say, in Hoboken, New Jersey, was yeah. it was it was a brilliant part of the movie, and and the kid writes really fucking well. Hopefully, this isn't his only yeah. thing he does.
2: Um, I I want to say I actually agree with everything you just said, but my beef with the ending was it felt like they opted for the kind of sappy end where he found his life. But hold on, and what I would have loved for them to have... To have done like right after that last shot where you see their two faces like melting into you know they were going back and forth really fast and you see their their faces you know yeah and that was like sort of, and then they end right there what I would have loved to have seen if I had been a part of this movie I would have said fade to black and have the Mac sound go off again and then have his voice come on and say not gonna lie this still gets me hard as a rock <laughs> but <laughs> now I understand how it fits into my life. And I no, and that, that's fine. That, I understand. For me, a little thing like that would have been. And not I, I I'm not trying to second
0: guess the director and, yeah. or writer of the movie, but I think one of the things that. One of the reasons the movie ended the way it did, yeah. and you see all those stop doing that because no one can hear you, they can hear <laughs> me perfectly. Um, because I'm loud. Okay. I can project! Oh, can you? But uh, um, one of the reasons it ended that way is to show that clichéness can happen if you find true connection. The cliché of a, uh, what do they call it, a romantic comedy can happen. That was the point of that end of that movie was all the clichéd romantic comedy moments were happening for this couple that really had a true connection mm-hmm. and not just the
2: bullshit,
0: oh, he said, she said, we but hate each other at the beginning, now we love each other, now we hate each other, now we love each other but what we're it married! Felt, what it
2: felt like to me was at the end he found this this woman, he, that he connected he to, and that he, and then they dropped that whole problem he had with the computer, and that that was just gone. And they end with the wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. They, they no. didn't really resolve no. didn't no. like they that. No. That's all it felt like to me. It felt I like mean, that, was no. just, that was just cast aside. No. And that, was, uh, wasn't. that was completely resolved. No. I love how you see exactly what you want to see. That's I'm not crazy. seeing exactly what yes, I want to are. see. Yes, you are. That's beautiful. You, you <laughs> know that how that...
1: That's thing. You, I mean, you just, I.
2: You know you're what? Really pathetic you, when you're wrong. You
1: you hate. <laughs> you you hate love. I mean, love happens in
2: real life. But no, beyond I'm not that, saying that, if I I'm
1: no, not you are that. you are saying that they they no he's no they not. find love at the end of the movie. And you're saying that that's cliche. But you cliche, were out of
2: the room when I no, I left how I would the door open
1: while I was okay. peeing so I could listen to you.
0: <laughs> no, and I think his ending would have been perfectly fine as well. But not any less truthful. Not any less truthful than than what.
1: And beyond that, because there's there's because there's no discussion of the porn doesn't mean that the porn just suddenly disappeared. It's just that that's the porn like. no the porn doesn't matter, and that's 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 what was being said by the Julianne Moore character all along was yeah. okay. You like porn, so what? Yeah. So the porn's not an issue, man. So why bring it from, up at the end?
2: But the sto- from a storytelling mechanics point of view, the mechanics of storytelling... Where you now got, it's you the mechanics of storytelling. No, no, storytelling. no. It would have been nice to have a last little wrap-up of that well, you, part you, of the you movie. Wanna, you want to see him throw Instead the tissue of, one last no, time? No, 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 no. I wanted to see just one last reference to that and, and for to hear him say... There was one last reference to that. Maybe I missed it then.
0: There was one last reference to that when... Okay. Uh, He's cleaning up his house. He's already got this connection with Julianne Moore. He's already had that, that wonderful sex after he took a bath. Okay. And etc. etc. et And it's obviously some days or weeks later, and he's in his own house, and now it's clean. He's back to his old routine. He's obviously a very disciplined human being. So he's got everything cleaned up, and uh, he empties out his garbage. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember if there was tissues in it or not. Could have been. But he looks at his computer and walks over to it and sits down, almost like it's not so much out of habit. It's like, God, it would be awesome. And then he thinks for a moment and just shuts his computer and walks out of the room. I I guess. I don't know. And so that, that, to me, spoke much more than just saying something. Saying things doesn't really always communicate the correct way. It's it's that's like, just my way of seeing things, and that's one thing maybe you guys should watch Underground but, because that movie is very the, the movie FFR was
2: criticizing and... the whole concept of romantic movies being yeah. every bit as unrealistic as porn, and for them to end on what that looked wasn't like a romantic movie. The whole movie But that was part of it. Now for no. them to mm, yes, no, well, for them to end on what looked like your typical romantic but movie. But it wasn't and he was was clearly so states why band. it's not
1: typical. He clearly <laughs> states Why this is not a typical love, man. This gal is 15 years older than him. All he loves is her as being a human being. He loves banging her. But it's not the person he wants. It's not your typical love. It doesn't end on that note at all. And the porn is thrown away, and it becomes a non-issue. You know why? Because the porn is a non-issue. All of us is watching porn except for Jeff. And you know what? you know what that's why the that's why the message at the end of the movie man i love the last 20 of the movie, minutes of the movie were yeah. fantastic they blew my mind out i go this expresses me and it expresses my feelings on love yeah the only negative the only negative things i would have to say about the movie is it took like an hour to get to that last 20 minutes i mean i think i think it could have been condensed a little bit but beyond that man it's fantastic Fantastic film, yeah, and so you're I, wrong I in saying it that it was, was a cliche, cliche ending. It was not cliche. No no,
2: no, 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 I didn't say it was a cliche ending. You guys threw that in my mouth. I didn't say it was a cliche ending. I said I'm throwing
1: other things in your mouth later. <laughs> I was Come like, on, big boy. <laughs>
2: okay, we gotta end this. Yeah. So we're we're gonna um, just accept Wait the fact we're fan. gonna end on the fact that Jeff and Mike are wrong about the ending and that I'm right. And so we'll move on from there.
1: <laughs> it's all right, big boy. I don't always have to be right. All I have to be is on top. <laughs>
0: Hey, I won Facebook Thumb Wrestling today, so I think I'm in the driver's seat.
1: I'm saying we're all winners at this table. Yeah, I I think we are all winners at this table, but I think uh, Mike and I are
0: the bigger winners. But, uh, no, and I think it goes back to exactly what I said. He was making a point. It was referencing Mm -hmm. the very fact that the romantic comedy and porn, there isn't middle ground. There isn't equality to it. There is a place where you can find both in another
1: human being. Yeah, exactly. exactly.
0: That, so, and that, that was the point at the end. Yeah. He had already had all the sex with her. He's had all kinds of weird sex with her. Yeah. Why not the romantic comedy part of it?
2: Okay. So, that's, I just... i For me, I felt like that was... Um, the main point of the movie was his little addiction... It would have been nice to have a little coda at the end. I, I only... Why? Things. Why do you need
0: any sort of sound? You don't need people. Because knocking. it felt
2: like somebody looked at the film and said, "Wouldn't it be sweet if we Wait, ended you, they just they were having?" But you don't know that moment. that
0: happened. You're no, assuming that happened.
2: But that's what I got. You are, and I find this funny because this
0: is now how I view the way you watch movies. Yeah. Is you go into it going, "What's wrong with this movie? I'm going to find it." No, I don't go into. And what's but wrong that's, with that's it. what it, that's what it sounds like. That's okay. what it sounds like you do. It was like, oh, that was a cliché. That was a cliché. That was a cliché. This is a shitty movie. Listening.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't want to be gang up on Rick, too. But, but,
0: but, but I knew where he's coming from. Part, and don't watch any more 80s movies because they're all clichés. <laughs> <laughs> it, Please don't. It was a big trouble little Not little awesome. Them. Not and, all of
1: them are. But not only that, it, is he's saying that the guy actually had a, a problem with jerking off and that he had a porn addiction. He didn't have a porn addiction. He just wanted to jack off and enjoyed watching porn every day. That's not an addiction. It's not an addiction, Rick. Are you saying he had an addiction to porn? Because now now you're saying you wanted his problem resolved, where I'm saying the resolution of that problem was it's not that big a problem.
0: No, it's uh, it's not that. I I don't think his his quote-unquote porn addiction was a problem. It wasn't an addiction. He was using the fantasy. He was trying to live in the fantasy. And this is something I've always said. Fantasy is not as awesome as reality. Because, trust me, yeah. if you try to put, take your fantasy, your greatest sexual fantasy, and pull it into reality, it's not going to be pleasant. The anymore. female character... It's never going to be pleasant. Whether it's the threesome, whether it's uh, uh, Bo Derek, talk about a 70s reference, um, whether it's, uh, I don't care who it is, uh, Scarlett Johansson it's probably not going to be what you want it to be 99 mm-hmm. times out
1: of 10 i still feel satisfied ever
2: after every threesome i ever have
0: there you go and i'm i'm glad you do but so i it's
2: don't mike. Know if I could. it's mike lefty and righty yeah <laughs> you're and a and <laughs> yeah and i, I so, think with
1: that you know we're going to we,
0: we're going to end, end this cuz we're way past our time we tried to keep it at an hour and a half and we're now at an hour 53. What's so what's our next movie? Our, oh, our next movie, what was it? It was Blue Ruin. If you haven't seen this movie, I suggest you go see it. I don't know, I haven't watched it yet, so Blue I probably shouldn't suggest it to anyone. But that's what we're going to do. We're going to watch Blue Ruin.
1: Blue Ruin? With some, glo- Blue Ruin. With Blue some global Ruin. mutt? Are we going to have global mutt Blue while Ruin. we watch Blue Ruin? Blue Ruin? I don't know. Let's Come
0: over tomorrow, because of the barbecue thing that I posted. I don't know if anybody's coming. I don't think anybody's coming. But you can come as late as you want.
1: I, have, I haven't committed myself because I got a father with issues, but beyond uh, that, no, I should I be there. I understand.
0: But if you guys need to come over after five or six or no. seven...
1: You know what? I, I know where you live. I'll be there.
0: Right on. Right on. You can be there. You can too. I hope so. She needs to come out and get some air. Oh my
1: God, I miss the I love her. I know. I love She'd you, Rick. Awesome. But... Deanne, also just you yeah, know. We have
2: another day tomorrow though. That's loaded up with stuff, so I'll, I'll have to get uh, um, it. Dump see how it's that load happen. at the end
1: of
0: the day <laughs> and come on out. You All just right?
2: you just let Deanne hey know how guys, much I missed her. This has been
0: Beer Plus Three. We love you guys, and uh, you know what? Drink more beer. Fuck it. Um,
1: wander, we love you. Wander, amazing.
0: Uh, can't wait to go to the brewery. Well soon. Love you guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye not going to lie this sound gets me hard as a fucking rock also this podcast gets me super horny beer plus three featured jeff swatman michael zamora and rick anderson please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics i'm off to rub one out good
3: night